Winston Sheffield Glen Denning Dixon Doodles Weaver. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It, the most exciting pod X cast in X the internet. So uh, this is the show where we do something different every single week, and we are talking X-Men Evolution, the 2000s animated uh, series, and I've got some of the most revolting mutants with me that I could possibly find. We're ruining so, the gene pool. We are ruining the gene pool with this episode. Uh, not so, Gene Gray. Not Gene Gray. Gene Gray's pool. No, G- so do you ever think about how <laughs> fucked up it is that they make something about DNA and they name one of the characters Gene? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty. I don't know. Anyway, um, I've got some of the most revolting mutants I could possibly find here with me today to discuss X Men Evolution. I have Beak Cam, who I knew would be disappointed ah, if I didn't I was, give him that name. Yes, do I bring up Beak a lot? He's always my go-to example of, <laughs> of a weird, of a weird mutant <laughs> of why not everyone is on the team. Well, not that, but like that's why I like the X Men. There shouldn't be. I mean, we'll get into this in the second segment. I'm already jumping ahead. I'm coming in so hot with my Scarlet Witch talk. But <laughs> that's not an X Men. That's a it's superhero. You know, like X Men should have some detriment to their powers. I think. It's like how Nightcrawler immediately gets a image fucking watch that turns him into a normal boy. That shouldn't. I, I like the X Men as having a downside to their powers. That's why they're not the Avengers. They're. The I X-Men. just posted a picture of Sad Beak. Uh, sorry, sorry, Beak. You're sorry, the perfect X Men to me. Jesus Christ. So is his ability <laughs> just as a beak or what? He has That's other. That's his. He has other bird is. traits, but mostly he is like he's got talons and he stuff. Looks very sad. But it's not useful. Oh. I'll he tell you. Probably open right a can now. with that. <laughs> you could. You probably could. You damn could. Wow. Okay. Uh, we have gold balls, Alex. Holy shit! <laughs> Please tell me he actually has gold, gold balls. Tentacles. He can shoot gold balls out of like his torso. There's like. Oh, does he have like an opening? Balls? They're like watermelon size. Nope, they just come right out like they're phasing through him. Like, oh, okay. Further straying from the it, light of reasonable. Is it pure gold? Like, could you make a lot uh, of money? They're being gold, gold in ball? color. He has shown up like three times, and he says he's like they're like that's gold balls. He says his own name, gold balls, and he shoots I'm gold, gold balls. balls as something. It's like a Rick and Morty character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, there's gold balls. I'm gold balls. Gold, balls. gold balls. My balls are gold. I, I think they. Yeah, my balls are gold. I think they disappear or something. That's why he wouldn't be able to sell them. But I don't. Mm. You yeah. could like make you could be like a huckster. You could be like this yeah, the yeah. ball's pure gold and then it disappears right after you leave. Yeah. 
we've got long neck Seb. <laughs> My neck is so long. It's more like I'm a gonna burn a, than anything. I'm going to post a picture of this guy because you're going to love this. Yeah, I'm going to need to see I, I can see my house from here. <laughs> it looks like Shaggy. It does look like Shaggy. That's not long enough to have to go to a special school where you need to. Well, the, can you, you're going to send that's that like kid to public school to looking like that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that is an execution. Like, <laughs> he is a gifted youngster, but not in any way that's useful. Like your spine is a little bit too class. long. You he made the math to... team. Do you, you guys know, <laughs> you're in the uh, class next to the guy who can create a you level can make five your neck hurricane do that, in those, any state he wants. Those women he's got a real like head. He's a real head and shoulders about the competition. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while while I'm at this, I am also going bad. to post a picture of gold balls. Uh, just do you because think I he ever uses a stall in a bathroom, or is that just like it's worse? <laughs> it would be awkward, I think. <laughs> you think people everyone. hate sitting behind him in a movie theater? I don't know how tall he is because we just have the photo of his neck, but it would oh, be very funny be to me guy. if he was <laughs> like five foot, but then had a foot long neck. Oh, there's gold balls. Yeah, he's shooting gold balls. Why is this gold, <laughs> balls. gold balls? So he's shooting gold balls. God, that and they go point point. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't win every time. And then um. I am your host, Glob Herman, uh, who is a mutant with translucent skin, and yes. he is my, one of my favorite obscure X-Men characters. I'll uh, post a picture Wait. of him for you guys. So he got to you have a nickname and uh, his last name is still there? Yeah. It's like calling Scott Summers Cyclops Summers. Actually, that's pretty cool. Never mind. It's All Cyclops right. Summer, everyone. Oh, uh, I, one of the, one of the rejected trivia Cyclops questions Cyclops from our Summer. trivia game... Uh, this is Glob Herman. His only his skin is translucent. <laughs> Everything else is like he doesn't have any nice. real powers or anything. He's nice, just nice. kind of well. Like, that's a power. It it, Wait, it is. Huh. Who's the jelly man? The green one. Uh, Not that's, the guy in the picture, but no. Um, there's another. That's a X-Man different. That's a different dude. He's got other stuff going on. So like he has like actual blind. powers. Uh, yeah. This is this guy. To this guy. Uh, no, this guy's much worse and less <laughs> not useful in any way. Hmm. <laughs> that's a real bummer, though. It is look like that. The thing is, though, he's a he's a fun character. Does he always look like that, that or can he turn it off? He always looks like that. Oh, okay, good. Poor guy, he doesn't have any hair. But I want his hair see through too. I want you. Means his muscles are see through. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's parts of his muscles you can see. You can see some some of his musculoskeletal. Uh, like some. He's just got a really weak chest. Yeah, we can just kind of look at like. His fucking... He's just, like, got, like, an open window going on. He still has skin. It's just, like, clear. Yeah. That didn't... That wouldn't make sense in any other context, but saying he's got an open window going on really does describe <laughs> what's happening. It's not just here. a boop window. It's a... It's a window. Well, he is the sexiest X-Man of all. I mean, he's barely wearing a thing. Hardly... <laughs> He's anyway, not uh, anyway, <laughs> after thing. after illuminating you for these uh, obscure hideous mutants, uh, I still would like questions. to invite our <laughs> uh, panel here to put on their mutant detecting helmets because it's time for Cerebro's X Quiz. We should have a musical sting somewhere. We we are definitely the entire theme song for the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is our episode about X Men Evolution. You read? I, this I said that a couple of times. Oh, yeah. I said, this yeah, was I suggested by Seb, and yeah, Seb is bad at quizzes. 
That's all right. I made this, I think, unfair for just about everyone, just okay, like I do with Superman ones. I truly all don't right. know anything about the X-Men. Should I bow out? Am I going to get them all? No, you are. Cam, I'm telling you right now, you're not going to get these fucking questions. <laughs> I know there, about Beak. There, there, you do know, Cam, there are no questions about Beak in this quiz. All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it anymore. All right. So, um, I've, got, I, I've got nine questions for you, and then I've got a lightning round. So are we going to buzz think, in or are we going to go? Around? Uh, I'll go around and ask everyone just like okay. I did with Superman. Cause there's no stakes. I didn't think of a prize or anything. I just think it'll be fun to talk about. Um, are there hams though? If there's no stakes. Hmm. All right. I'm moving on. Uh, so is there a vegetarian option? Oh wait, there would <laughs> only right. be vegetarian. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So which of these famously short celebrities is not taller than Wolverine? Oh, this is good. Tom Cruise, Prince, Joe Pesci, or Billy Joel. What, no. Only one of them is shorter than Wolverine. What? Yes. I know exactly how tall Wolverine is. You looked this up beforehand, huh? Yes, but like months ago. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> you Wolverine wanna... is 5'3". Yes, yes, I know that because a uh, listener of the show, Desiree, is also 5'3". <laughs> <laughs> so if you've taller. seen her, that's how tall Wolverine is. He's 5'3"? Five 5'3", mm-hmm. yes. I'm taller than Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's In not correct. this show that we watched, he's Hugh Jackman height, which I don't like. Yeah. In well, the it's, it's the 2000s thing. thing. They wanted to keep it yeah. consistent with the fucking movie. I think it's Joe Pesci. You think it's Joe Pesci? Uh, well, who's everyone else's answer? I didn't know... Who El- you'd say Elton John? I didn't know he was. No, short. I did not. I, I did not say. <laughs> no, okay, no, you're locked in. I said, I said Tom <laughs> Cruise, John. Prince, Joe Pesci, or Billy Joel. Billy Joel. I don't know. I'm bad at music. I don't All know right, Billy Joel. All right, uh, Seb. Who do you think? Um, can you repeat the first couple? <laughs> oh man. Tom Cruise. Yeah, they all play together. Prince, Joe Pesci, or Billy Joel. Um. It's really hard. Pesci? In the spirit, it, it, okay, you're all I'm wrong. Gonna, it is wait. Prince. I was gonna say wow. Prince. I shouldn't have locked in with Elton John. It wasn't even on the list. <laughs> it's because he's so skinny. Yes. He looks much taller. Prince, Prince is five two, but and he is always uh, every time dead. Prince would perform, he was wearing heels, uh, like yeah, huge, sure. huge platform heels. You're right. Uh, that yeah, it's, I mean it's great. Yeah, nobody, I'm not complaining about it. But this is, I will say, when I tested this quiz on Emily, that was the one of the only questions that she like nailed immediately. Like, absolutely knew the answer to. Uh, I feel like Prince can get away with it more. I mean, no, I know actors stand on apple boxes and stuff, but mm-hmm. on stage, I feel like you could be like, yeah, I feel like exactly. Robert Downey like, Jr. Like, is why, shorter than yeah, uh, being Tony a, Stark he's is he's so be. short. But Robert Downey Jr. is taller than Wolverine, so I couldn't put him on this yeah. list. <laughs> Despite the junior in the name, he's actually wow. taller than Wolverine. Yeah, Robert Downey Sr. Robert Downey Sr. is huge. Well, I think it's Robert Downey Jumbo. <laughs> so, next X question. X- Which part X- of the Xavier X- School <laughs> opens up to let the Blackbird take off? A. Basketball court. Oh, B. This. Tennis court. C. Secret door behind waterfall. Or four. Outdoor Olympic pool. Wait, is this in the show or in the comics? In it's, the it's both. They, they do it in everything. In the X-Men 2 fighting game, it's not what it is in the cartoon. Right. Okay. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure it's different in, in the fighting game you're thinking of and the uh, actual thing. Actual thing? The comics. So the fighting game for the second movie doesn't count anymore. Wow. <laughs> I don't uh, even know if that was. It's got to be the swimming pool, of course. I think it's the tennis court. Oh, All the water pours the onto the top of it. <laughs> That's not unreasonable. I think that would be yeah. That comes out of a lake or something. That's honestly not that weird of an answer. No, they would have all of them, like every single one. Yeah, it does come out of a waterfall sometimes. In that in that episode, it did. It's not all of them. Well, Cyclops goes in, but yeah, the X plane. I think they had two planes that that took off. One one came out of the the waterfall. Oh yeah. But that was the X-Copter or whatever. <laughs> oh, a very different thing, of course. <laughs> you can tell it's right. the X-Men's because the, the propellers are shaped like an X. Oh! <laughs> All right, uh, because of semantics, I will say that the answer I had written down for this was basketball court, but you guys are making me question my uh, abilities here. In the well, show... Yeah, in the show, it was the tennis court. Yes. But in that one stage, in the X-Men fighting you... No, I, I went and... I, I just watched X1. They do the basketball oh. court... Uh, I've read the comics. It's they open up the basketball court. Basketball courts are not big enough to fit a plane in. By by the way, but like it's one, of, it's one of those things. <laughs> Didn't think about that. <laughs> That's something you could do in a comic book. Yeah, I guess you could have more space than just the court itself open up. I guess if you want to make uh, excuses, yeah. then. But it's well, just the, uh, the plane actually folds to, up into a little cube, of then comes yeah. up out of the basketball court, then unfolds. It does the thing like seagulls do, where the wings scrunch in like this. <laughs> just into little M shapes. Uh, all Once right. Magneto's on the team, they just fly around. So what was balls. it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the answer I had written down was basketball court, but I'm giving it to everyone just because I think they have done all of these except for the Olympic pool, which I made up. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's still They inside. would have the Olympic super I, That must be yeah, the exactly. piece of X-Men media that you haven't seen. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. I, I haven't seen everything. Maybe in the fucking anime that they made, uh, they use the swimming pool to launch the jet. Um, all right. Next X question. What was the name given to the X-Men's UK sister team? Oh, a. No. X-Knights. B. X-Force. C. M-I-X. Ugh. Or D. Excalibur. Oh, oh no! It's gotta no. be Excalibur. It has no, to. No, I think I, I think that's a Nick. I think it, yeah, it might be. <laughs> no, a because it's so cheesy. Both Nick oh. and the Marvel writers would have thought of that. I'm going Mix. You, you cheesier, cheesier than Mi6 to Mix. I'm I, going X Knights. I think it's X Knights. Wait, go what is the joke with Mix? Mi6 like the British intelligence agency? Yeah, it's like a James Bond thing. Backwards yeah. country. <laughs> You don't know about that fucking swamp rock out in the fucking UK. island. <laughs> yeah, they're called fish and fries, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking That's what we call it here in America. Uh, I'm gonna pipe in an eagle sound effect here. Just keep with our bird theme for this episode for some reason. Um, uh, you, so the only one to get it was Seb, who guessed Excalibur. Uh, oh. That is the real. That I is thought the real it was a one. fake. Sound. It's I th- so it was, stupid. It was it too on the nose. I yeah. dreamed of a better world. Dude. The only, exactly the only, enough on the nose. The only thing I will say this is um, every other like question and thing in this quiz is something that I have no 
interest in defending. It's all things that are worth laughing at. But Excalibur is actually pretty good. They got some good characters yeah. on it. They got some good writers on it. It's a dumb name, but like it's it's a perfectly good like mutant story. And Nightcrawler's there for a while. Like that's when he gets his oh, sword cool. camp. Oh, nice. Yeah. Alright, I'm in. Why yeah, is he exactly. sword? Okay. okay. He's a German. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was more. Right. I was asking you about the sword, but all right. Well, he is German, so he gets the sword. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he said, "What? Why does he not? What is? It? What is?" He? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, what is he would be a funny question to ask. <laughs> That's why you an asked. Elf. He's German. He's in okay. the cartoon. He's an elf. So, what is he though? <laughs> Which of these X-Men characters were never turned into a baby through science or magic? Oh, I this is oh. none of the above for sure. <laughs> a. Jubilee. B. Storm. C. Colossus. Or D. Magneto. Oh, okay. I can rule, I think. Oh, man, no, I can't really do that. <laughs> Maybe Colossus is too funny for them not to do. Metal baby. Jubilee? Um... I'm gonna go Jubilee as well. She's too I don't even Jubilee. know who that is. <laughs> She's. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that the the writers would want to make an 18 year old younger, but mm. I think, I think that... they they would want to keep her boobs and butt. They can't do a boob butt pose if she's baby. Well, there's no boobs on uh, baby. It, the same butt, goes though. for Colossus, though. Yeah, they would want to keep his pecs and his tight ass. In a, All right, so I'm in. I, we've been sending Metal the Colossus baby. swimsuit X-Men images. To oh, that's <laughs> so good. I love that image so much. Hold on. I'm going to pull there that up. There are several. He was also recently in a... Um, in the, the Marvel swimsuit issue thing. Um, covers? Some of them, yeah. Okay, so some of them are so bad. They have no idea what would make a guy sexy. And then the Colossus one is like the most erotic image oh. that's <laughs> ever been drawn. <laughs> that's like they're pouring water all over him. It's Have so you, good. Because the, um... they were trying to do beefcake yeah. Marvel covers, and then some guy, Nick and I follow on Twitter, posted the Ant-Man one, and like, this is laughable from a gay person's perspective. It was just like Ant-Man not being hot at all. He's in full costume just standing yeah. there. Okay, there's <laughs> ahead, um, there's a famous uh, X-Men cover of Wolverine and Nightcrawler by this guy who's this amazing oil painter, and it is so fucking homoerotic. It's... Um, Wolverine's sitting there, like, at a table with, like, this big, you know, beer bottle positioned over the table so that it's drawing a direct line from his crotch. And then you just see, kind of in the shadow, Nightcrawler from behind. But he's obviously naked. And this was from, like, the 90s or something? Or maybe the early 2000s. From the early 2000s. And you Marvel have to recognize that the X-Men are gay not, as fuck and allow Marvel it to happen. Marvel had like, no fucking uh, clue. You don't, need to, you don't need to have them kiss each other, but you should draw them as gay yeah. as possible. I feel like that's important. This, this, there's a part of my brain that reads this Colossus picture as car ad. Like, as soon as I see it, <laughs> it's an ad for well, a car. Right? I think that's just because they've been it's, advertising cars as sexy for so long that we're like... Yeah. It's <laughs> women washing a metal angular object that I'm just like, car. <laughs> He's a car man. Well, no he, Colossus does it. have the power of a car, right? Unzipped denim shorts over Everlast boxers. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Colossus. He was, a, he was not a baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Colossus, Jubilee, Jubilee. Yep. The people who said Jubilee are correct. Wow. So the answer <laughs> they is would not. That. All I, of the X Men were turned into babies uh, during a storyline with Mojo. Yes, you didn't. That's not the reason. 
The reason is that Jubilee wasn't created yet when all the X-Men got turned into babies ah. in the 80s storyline. Ah, uh, yes, Seb, that is the yet. perfect one. Yeah, <laughs> oh boy. But no, um... He's too young to be a baby. Oh, no. Jubilee wasn't created yet, but also Magneto wasn't on the team at that time. Magneto was turned into a baby by a separate character, which is something that a writer had to undo in the 70s when they wanted to bring Magneto back. Cam, you read that issue. Yes, when... that was the only one I was able to rule out, because I knew he had been a baby. Wait, they turned him into oh, yeah, a baby, baby to get again. rid of him at one point, and then oh, they had to bring yeah, him yeah. back? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay, I have found the Wolverine Nightcrawler cover. It is... I put I yeah. put it in the chat. Oh, I didn't see it. I was all, I was too busy looking at glasses. <laughs> um, it auto fills what I started searching. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, so it's on your bookmarks, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a uh, an animated pilot that never got picked up called Pride of the X Men, as in Kitty Pride, Pride of the X Men. Okay. It was a cartoon that was going to happen Not in the late eighties and ended up getting canned. Uh, <laughs> Now, in this cartoon, they ended up giving Wolverine an unusual accent that is not the one that we are normally familiar with. Was it A, New York, B, Chicago, C, Quebec, or D, Australian? Quebecois. I know this one. So you want to you bust it open for everyone, or you want to wait no, for everyone else to answer? I want to get I have a couple uh, things that I think Chicago, it would be, but I want to Quebecois. Wolverine's right. like, is that your jacket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he would sound more uh, French. He sounds too nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Cam, why don't, you, why don't you blow the doors off for him? I believe it's Australian. Ah, that is correct. That they, was my they, second Australian guess. Australian Wolverine but I was like, is in oh, Pride of the X-Men. He's supposed to Isn't be Canadian. what Hugh Jackman so like, is, oh, though? Quebecois. Well, this oh. is... This is 20 yeah, years before is. Hugh Jackman is cast as Wolverine. Right, okay. I thought that was uh, like a, a, a throwaway answer because no. Hugh Jackman is clearly an uh, Australian man. It would be uh, if it had around. not happened. Okay. <laughs> they didn't give him an Australian <laughs> accent. Hey, for that is a great sentence. Just take that yeah. and bring it into your life. It would be. It wouldn't have been if that, had not, if that had not happened. It's true. Okay. So, uh, later on in the uh, X-Men's history... Wolverine was uh, cloned by Weapon X, and when they tried to improve on Wolverine, how many claws did the clone end up having? Two. More than six or less than six? Less than six. Oh, you teed that up too, too obviously. Oh, yeah. It has to, yeah, he has to have, like, two claws, right? It's four. All right. Well, he has four oh, no, normally. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Or three normally? On, He's got six normally. He's got three on each hand. Oh, whoa! So I'm sorry. I was thinking more per hand. Than normal than six. Or less claws than normal. I, all right. I was thinking Two per hand. Each. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's. I, I take back everything I said. It is. It's everyone is saying. Right. Everyone's it, saying. Everyone. It's saying funnier if it's less. Or less. It's funnier if it's, it's less. It's not funnier. It's. X23. Okay. So everyone's saying less then. I'm saying more. Okay, Cam's saying more. Cam's the only one who's right. Uh, X-23 what? has eight claws. She's got two each on her feet and two each on her hand. Oh! Right. Of course. Okay. Yeah, I totally... Claws. No, you cued that up right. in, in perfectly then. Because so, I was even missing I it. knew I was who like, oh, it was, but I didn't Of course, didn't it'd be less, because she, she does have less feet. on her hands, but then she has the two on her feet. Yeah. But also, when I had initially written the question, I had planned to make the question about Dokken, the other Wolverine clone, really? who is evil... Who is a real asshole and uh, looks like looks like shit a lot of the time, but they started drawing him a little sexier now. Um, but um, how many does he have? He's a uh, he's the, the one who goes by Dark Wolverine when uh, Norman Osborn's <laughs> running, running the Avengers camp. Right. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, so he has normal now? 
Uh, well, he's got two on each hand, and the then spots where Wolverine does, and then he has a third one that comes out of his fucking wrist, like on the oh, underside. Like Ezio? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he does have, but I misremembered him as having three on the knuckles and one on the wrist. So I'm like, ah, yes, he has eight claws. And then I looked up a picture, and I'm like, fuck, how did I misremember this? <laughs> like, so Why? I had to make the question about X23 instead. What situation would you want the wrist claw never, as opposed to never, the, I was just about ever, to say you can't claw. use both at once because to yeah. use your wrist one, you have to put your, <laughs> yes. other, your hand Well, I guess back. it would give you like some versatility. Hmm. Uh, you could be an assassin like way? Ezio, or you could be... Well, you could uh, also stab someone in the back with your knuckle claw. Well, as if well. you put your hand on someone's shoulder, you could shoot out the bottom one. I'm well, sure that would come, be useful. Does it come out with significant force, or does it just come out? He can make no, it come out with a good force. All right. Which multinational corporation trapped the X-Men in cyberspace in 1993? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. A, Trask Industries. Uh, that's the company that makes the Sentinels. I'm, Cam knows this, so I'm letting you all know this, just in case it wasn't clear. I, I knew that, um, yeah. Uh, B, Columbia Pictures. C, <laughs> nice. Pizza yeah, Hut. <laughs> no. Oh, no. D, Hasbro. I, oh, I was like, no. My gut says IBM, but it was not an option. <laughs> I couldn't just think. put IBM on there. Everyone would go to that and be wrong. <laughs> it, it just says think, and it's a Cyclops in space who can't shoot Cyclops his laser. Cyclops trapped in a computer chip. Can I say Hasbro? I want to say uh, Hasbro. Hasbro? It has to be Columbia. No, I, it's, I want it's to say Hasbro. It we had the Hasbro. Wolverine toy. Yeah, they had to have done it for right. a toy line. Okay. So, yeah, Hasbro, Columbia, right. Hasbro. You're all wrong. It was Pizza Hut for a tie-in comic that was only available at Pizza ah, Hut, where they, <laughs> where they go to... At the very end, it's like... I looked up some pictures from this, and it's really funny just to see, like, the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the covers. That's rocks. Nope. At the very end, after they get out of cyberspace, they're like, wow... I'm hungry for some pizza, huh, guys? Damn straight, dude. What, what year so, did uh, right um, Digital Justice came, come out? Was that also 1993? No, I believe it was a little earlier. Like 1990? Okay, I was just kind of thinking, oh, maybe that's the zeitgeist of the time, except Digital Justice thought of itself as like a way more pretentious piece of art. And oh, yes. Pizza Hut. <laughs> yes. Mm. Good old Space Why Wolverine. Why does Wolverine look so yeah. stupid? <laughs> His suit only covers his space arms. Space Wolverine with no. slashing well, space he, armor. I mean, he wears a mason jar in his head. He's an immortal man. Yeah. Wait, they're All in right. cyberspace. Why? Why is it supposed to be regular? Oh, was it cyberspace? Is that cyberspace. Yes. That is what I said. Oh. Okay. Um, this is one of the exclusive X Men comics. This is not the oh. one that I wanted to find. Skyjacked by Sauron. Oh man, dude, I've gotten skyjacked before, dude. It's the, worst. the best nut you'll problems. ever have. <laughs> it's both bad and very good at the same time. Midair Mutant Mayhem, brought to you by Pizza Hut. Wow. Rogue and Gambit Clash with the Sentinels, Bishop and Cyclops versus the X Men, Explosive Finale. We could look at Pizza Hut comments all day. Oh we yeah, we, we could, we could. I should probably, uh, I should probably move on with this quiz. I'm just, I'm just posting more. I of was these too excited covers. by Space Wolverine. Space Wolverine. Question. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Next, next X question. We've got. Question. question. Which of the following X-Men staples gained sentience and joined the team? A. Cerebro. B. 
Blackbird. C, Professor X's wheelchair. God damn it. And D, Danger Room. No. These are all so plausible. <laughs> oh, man. All right, it Cerebro should, feels like it would be it an Ultron. It should be night. Cerebro. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like it. Is. It's probably not. It, I'm going to say the plane. Yeah, I'm with Alex. It's the plane. I want to still That's say stupid. Cerebro. I just want to take the chance. All right. Thank you. Two Blackbird, one Cerebro. You're all wrong. It is the danger room, which no! gains a robot body and operates under the name Danger. She is actually quite a cool character. This is another one of those things that I feel like defending, even though it's such a stupid thing to describe. What? Is Wolverine always like, you tried to kill me. <laughs> and then she's, she's like, like, danger is my name. I was Danger isn't just it. my middle she name. She has the it's same my voice. First name. My only name. My last name is Room. <laughs> first name Danger, last name Room. All right. Uh, wow. Last regular question before we move on to the lightning round. Last X question Excellent. for lightning round. If Magneto's powers worked the way regular magnetism did, which metal could he not control? Oh. A. Iron. B. Gold. C. Titanium. And D. Plutonium. As a note, when I tested this question on Emily, she told me that she thought plutonium was a made-up metal, which I had to tell her. <laughs> it's in fact real. Drag, drag, yeah, it comes drag, from drag. Pluto. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it is the plot device in, like, every 80s thing. Yeah. Yeah, I like, thought back I want to say gold because that's the only one non-silver one. But I... it's, that does not yeah, well, control no, that, whether yeah, or not if it's, something if it's is magnetic. Moving. It has to be silver. That's just that's the way. <laughs> that's the rule. That rule is not a that is not a good <laughs> rule to figure <laughs> out whether something is magnetic. I'm or gonna not. go iron. All right, that's iron from Alex. Long. Definitely magnetic. <laughs> I want to say iron. Which plutonium. metal is not ferrous? Which is the term for it? F E R R U S. This question's not ferrous. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. This is about X-Men. Fuck. Titanium has iron in it. smart. Right? Doesn't it? I'm not good at uh, this. Yeah. about what sport Yes, but that will not help you solve it. it. <laughs> I'm, I'm locking in gold. All right. Gold? Uh, Seb, what are you thinking? Um, I don't know, because, like, gold, I've never heard of gold being magnetized, but also plutonium is radioactive, and I don't know anything about it. Um, let me say plutonium. It's not real. All right. Plutonium, uh, iron for Alex, gold for Cam. Uh, Cam's the only one who got this correct. Uh, gold is non-ferrous. Everything else the is ferrous. tracks. And I was like, it's I don't know. You guys are me. <laughs> Jesus Silver equals magnet. Like, copper could be magnetized. Nope. Like, it's not. <laughs> Actually can't. Wow. All right. I'm learning a lot today. Uh, yeah. All right. Time for the lightning round. The X lightning energy. round. Like Storm is making lightning. Uh, oh, or okay. I don't know. I, mean, I can't make this connect. She's oh, wait, hold on. With a I have a name for it. This lightning round is called X Amples. Oh, okay. nice. So wow, I am that's going really good. To, <laughs> I am going to be giving you a phrase, a term, a proper noun, and you are going to tell me whether it is related to the X Men, as in yes or not related to the X-Men, as in no. <laughs> Occasionally, the answer will be both, but I will accept yes, if that is the case. <laughs> yeah, like there oh, is a, a yes or no question. Right, like there is a, an X-Men thing and a non-X-Men thing that are both called this. That is That would be okay. the okay. situation in which there is a both yes. answer. Okay. Got it, and we'll try to be quick about this. Yes. Like Quicksilver. X-Ample, one. Brood X. 
No. Yes or no? no. Yes. Yes. Both. Both. <laughs> the answer is no. It is about the cicadas that are going to hatch in two weeks. That's I knew that. Brood. That's why I said the no brood is an X Men like, enemy, need... but that brood X has nothing to do with anything. Unfucking believable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. It's X Ample Two, Planet X. No. Um, right. <laughs> uh, no. no. There's no way. The answer is, X. in fact, both. Uh, Planet <laughs> X is a scientific term uh, regarding what could potentially collide with the Earth and create a ninth planet in our solar system. However, Planet X is also the name of an X-Men story arc in which people are being turned into mutants who were not. It's not necessarily uh, going to collide with the genes. Earth. It's just like a magnetic thing that, or a uh, gravitational pull they feel from beyond Pluto. Right. Right. Uh, X ample three. Monster X. All right. That's yes. a Godzilla villain. So I'm gonna go with Paul, probably. Um, no, I'll go with no, because it's Godzilla, probably. Yes, no, no, no. no, no. My okay, answer is sticking to yes. All right. <laughs> no. All right, the answer is in fact no. It is the name for King Ghidra before he yes. is revealed. <laughs> I knew it was Godzilla. Probably from an MF Doom album, but I did thought it was. <laughs> it is probably from an MF Doom album. <laughs> X ample number four nation X. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what the U.S. refers to every other country. As. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an excellent story. Everyone got it. Yes, this is a, an example of uh, an X-Men story about Genosha, where, which is an island where yeah. Magneto moves all the mutants to try and have their own country. That features in uh, nice. Wolverine and the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I saw X that. X-Ample, number five. Generation X. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's, that's bold. Not bold. real. Not real <laughs> bullshit. No, that's got to be bold. You're just a millennial, dude. Stop trying to set yourself aside. I mean, whatever. I don't Wait, know you don't know things. what an actual Gen X person is, Kim? <laughs> no, I don't care. No, Gen X person is like Greg X. You don't need to explain it. Sorry, Greg. It's an X-Men thing. <laughs> no. Uh, it is not an X-Men thing, even though oh, it would be perfect damn. for they it. Wouldn't I was dare. thinking like, they wouldn't okay, when were that. the X-Men first created? Because I was like, oh, maybe they were talking about Generation X in that like period before Gen X was actually I could alive. not find any X, X storylines named Generation X. Maybe that is a result of my poor research, or maybe it is the fact no. that the Google results for that are completely fucked. So. I think they wouldn't do it. Mm. I think they would. Although if I was Gen X, I would call myself an X-Man all the time. But I can't, because I'm too young and pretty. X-Ample, number six, Racer X. <laughs> No. They've done it. I they bet sure? you they've done it. <laughs> oh, no. They cast, like, this face, like, I'm waiting. You guys better they've get done this. It. I was waiting for Racer X. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> I got to say no. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. It, I'm sorry. I don't think they could have done He looks so I don't know smug. what, in so what context the X Racer X is actually Speed's brother Rex, who ran away from home at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Whoa! Uh, Racer X did completely fucking ape Cyclops' outfit, but that is neither here nor there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They almost... Wow. Actually, yeah. They almost (laughs) wear the same thing later. Later at Cyclops. X-Ample, number seven. Age of X. 
Yes. Mm. Uh -oh. Well, if are we talking math problems? Are math problems allowed? <laughs> like a word problem where? Name, what what, is, what the is the age of determine the age of X? I am going to yeah. tell you right now that does not factor into this answer. <laughs> oh, factor. Well, yeah. I even mean, if it doesn't it factor, could it could still be a math problem. You could be talking God about the age of Gen X, but I'm going to just say yes. It is just an X Men thing. <laughs> Losing our mind. I'm going to say no. It's a math thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is just an X Men thing. Seb is correct. Yeah. X ample number eight. Executioners. Oh. Huh. Um. <laughs> hmm. But yeah. Well, I know it's a. <laughs> I know it's a. Or is that executioner? Executioners. Executioners. <laughs> Kills people. Different thing. On purpose for money, by the government. Yeah, just uh, like the X Men do. <laughs> But I will tell you that this is not spelled the same way as the regular word executioner. Yeah, this no, is right. it's just all my X-Men. It's X-Force yes. 2. It's be yes. Wolverine is even eviler now. Okay. Executioner's song is, a, in fact, a uh, an X-Men storyline. However, it is also... Ex executioner is also the name of a uh, 90s hip-hop group. So uh, okay. this this one is both. And that is our Cerebro a former executioner. <laughs> they used to cushion, but now they no longer cushion. Uh, all right, how how did I do, guys? How was the good, that good. was so that, fun? That was good. That was we don't good. Right. need to talk about the show. We'll do that another time. Uh, that was... One of my teachers in college had an executioner for an ancestor, so she made a book about all the people he executed. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Tell their stories, man. They're yeah. all probably scum and villainy. I'm sure. <laughs> From they stole, I'm sure they stole an apple. Nobody, or a slice nobody, of bread. Was, nobody was ever killed who didn't deserve it, right? <laughs> Nobody ever. All the Palestinians. I just uh, posted the link in the chat of the actual executioners, the the DJ group. Cool. That was that's was important because <laughs> nobody needs me to do any okay, research. Well, that's even written this like it's an X Men thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the, it's a big capital X, a dash, and then oh, executioner. Yeah, executioner. So you're wrong. 1989. Oh, one of them's dead. Oh, that anyway. sucks. <laughs> um, we, I like how they're the all standing in a row. I think so. Segment? When we come back from this break, oh. we'll discover our latent DNA abilities in the second segment. Adventures. Rated E for everyone. You can collect all eight at Burger King, home of the real big kids meal.
In the beginning, they went from mutants to X-Men. Welcome to the X-Men. Now the complete first season is here. Their very first extraordinary adventures are available for the first time on four new DVDs. Everyone's welcome into the school for gifted youngsters in unexpected changes. Nightcrawler has an unexpected trip to an alternate world making for explosive days. The X-Men join forces to stop Juggernaut in X Marks the Spot. A well-kept secret is finally revealed in Exposing the Truth. At the School for Gifted Youngsters, six teens will master their mutant powers to save mankind. Cyclops. Come on, Professor. I'm packing a bazooka behind each eyeball. What do you want from me? Control, Scott. Jean Grey. I can hold it off a little. Rogue. My power is your power, and I can take more than one. Spike. Why don't you stick around for a while? Shadowcat. Right, I'm so sure. And Nightcrawler. Got a special gift that brought you here? Maybe. And now the adventures are even more extraordinary with action-packed extras. Cool. On each amazing DVD, you can hear the voices of the X-Men, see the art of character sketches, and experience the tales behind the animation. X-Men Evolution, the complete first season now available on four new DVDs. Cyclops, I made him a convertible. Getting dark out there. Let's do this. All right, late. yeah. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. And this week, we are here to talk about X-Men Evolution. So this show, uh, this is the 2000s. The 2000s, after the success of the movie, was never, ever not going to have a cartoon for X-Men, especially after the 90s one was so successful for so little money and for being so bad. Like, it was uh, the X-Men cartoon in the 90s, the one that people remember because it had just the drawings of the, the comic designs, and aped a lot of the stuff from the comics while making it all much worse. It, it's stills from the show look good. Anyway, this is not about the 90s X-Men cartoon, but that one was very, <laughs> very, very, very lucrative. It made a lot of money for everyone in toys, in, in merchandise, and, and all of that. So if you're Fox, and the last cartoon you did with X-Men made a bunch I of money. I pray you aren't. And you, yeah, and you own the X-Men movie license. Well, if you're Fox, you're high tier in melee. Yeah, exactly. That's good. And you're high you tier in melee. Uh, then you're thinking, I gotta get uh, a cartoon going for that kind of synergy when the when the movie comes out. Because Wolverine says the word "dick" in the movie, and you know maybe some parents oh. won't take their kids for that Whoa. to that. But if we have a cartoon on, then we're, they're still gonna buy all the fucking Wolverine action figures. What happens to a dick in a storm? <laughs> Same thing that happens to everything Helicopter else. Helicopter dick. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So, nice, Seb, nice. you want to tell us a little bit about your uh, what got you into the show and why you've been thinking about it lately? Okay, so what specifically got me into the show? So, the show was um, airing on Kids WB in like 1999 to what, like 2002 or something like that. It had uh, four seasons, maybe 2003. Um, so, they did a promotion with Burger King at one point. <laughs> And um, this was my fast food place of choice as a, as a child. Um, Were you in the kids club, Seb? I was I'm not sorry in the kids club. Can we take oh, oh, like 30 minutes to just talk about shake 'em up fries, if you don't mind? Um, 
I'm more mature. <laughs> Should I save that for a different episode? <laughs> no, uh, that'll be an episode. Hey, we'll do um, it. Cam, I'm thinking that for, uh, you know, if you really do want to do 305, you should just make it about fries somehow. Oh, well, you, yeah. You can't eat, you can't eat 60 fries. That's, so not, about a, six that's fries. not a challenge. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, 10 fries a minute. No, we each have to eat 300 fries. fries. a minute? No. For an hour? For 60 well, minutes. One fry. That would be we'll, 600 we'll fries. You said 600 fries, and that would be... I was I did the math of, like immediately and was like oh my god that is <laughs> it's a lot of anyway right, anyway Sam sorry sorry <laughs> I just need uh, to talk about why am I saying sorry price. you're saying sorry okay I'm um, sorry it's all right it's okay um, thank you so uh, uh, Burger King was doing a promotion with Kids WB um, for X Men Evolution at the time and I think it was during the first season it was maybe like the year two thousand or something like that um, and I got um, the little Quicksilver. Uh, this is my origin origin story. I got the the Quicksilver figurine, and they each came with a little diskette. You know, there's one of those mini uh, CDs. Oh, like a GameCube disc. Yeah, like, like that size. Wait, um, UM V? UM UMD. UMD is correct, yeah. except that's not what it Which was. Which one's yeah. a bomb? <laughs> uh, WMD is what I think. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, so it came with a WMD. And um, Shit. so they in the bush years. Yeah, in the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Almost uh, everything, dude. And um you would put it uh you know in your computer and it would um have like a little mini game and like some clips from the show and it'd be like, Watch this on Kids WB You know, every Sunday at X o'clock AM, like nine o'clock AM or something like that. Ten o'clock <laughs> would be at X o'clock. Yeah, nine thirty AM. I think it was, um, which I, I think I know specifically exactly when it was be- because of some things. Um, so I was like, wow, that looks really cool. So um, that I ended up watching it on Kids WB on Sunday mornings at 930 in the morning. Um, and I was, yes, exactly. Worked. He looked like that. He was very ugly. Um, Cam just posted a picture of the exact. Um, <laughs> Google Burger King Quicksilver. Uh, yeah, these are toy. these are huge. This is really influential on my life too. But yeah. I didn't realize it until Seth mentioned. Um, it. They actually did a lot of uh, those like figuring that with toy uh, so CD shitty. promotions. Yeah, it's not a toy. It's like a statue, <laughs> and then you got the CD. Yeah. Which um, I'm sure Nick and I never put into the computer. Yeah, I, uh, I played yeah, it, I and I played um, the specific clip they had in this was they had um from speed and spike they had when he's like running down the uh, oh. street and like stirring up all the cars um but yeah so i start watching the show I, that's why you made us watch that episode yeah. no actually um i i made you watch mm. that episode because it introduces spike who's very cool um and uh so Ooh, all right to the show well, guys yeah we'll talk about that guys. <laughs> <laughs> um so I start watching the show, and it was the coolest thing in the fucking world to me. This was the first time I think I'd really watch. I mean, besides reboot, but I didn't realize at the time when I was watching reboot. But this was the first serialized show. Like when I say serialized, I mean like a show with a continuity to it. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are one-off episodes in this, but overall, there is a continuity to it. Like um, the first season, they're fighting. Magneto and Mystique is working for Magneto, and then the second season, they're still fighting Magneto, but there's the um, Scarlet Witch plot, and then they've got Trask, and then they've got Apocalypse, you know, so they're they're working towards an end goal in each season. Um, they, they really do have the uh, kind of escalating uh, hierarchy of X-Men enemies. Yeah. 
in, in, a, in a good way. I feel like there's a, a good path to go there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they kind of, you know, play off everything. And at the time, you know, when you're a kid, you relate a little bit more towards people who are your age or a little bit older than you. So teenagers are more relatable than adults as a kid. So I never got into the original X-Men series, um, even though I did watch a lot of reruns of, like, old stuff like He-Man and Thundercats especially. Oh, but, man, how did you sit through that shit? That shit is like, was, like, torture for me. I know. I, I, well, I like Thundercats. Well, He-Man doesn't have, like, a day job and, like, I didn't watch that much He-Man. Right, but he doesn't move around in the the cartoon. (laughs) No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole different issue. But, like, I am totally with Seb in that, like, Nick and I have been reading, and Seb have been reading, like, classic X-Men, and they Mm -hmm. are, like, adults. Like, they're Cyclops, you know, like... I don't know. They I mean, like the Xavier jobs. Institute yeah, is, a thing, like a car is a staple, but make, you know? most yeah. of your main X-Men are adults. Um, mm. And when Cyclops gets a convertible, he's got to <laughs> yeah. pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, gonna put so, that, this, is a, this is a reminder for me to put that clip in a break. Nick, please put the clip where Wolverine says he's going to make Cyclops a convertible. Does it make sense without visuals? Wolverine cuts the top off of I feel like the Cyclops' noise, car in one motion. <laughs> the noise it makes should be more than enough. But not the motion of slashing horizontally. Was that like from the 90s cut. cartoon? Yeah. Yes. yeah, it is from the 90s cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah from the original cartoon. Um, but yeah, so I got really into this. I... Um, I got super into it when the because Quicksilver was my favorite character, probably because he was the character I got out of the Burger King meal that I had. Um, but Look Quicksilver, I just thought he he was cool. <laughs> he's cocky. He's you know, I don't know. He's, he's kind of a bad boy. He's a bad boy. He's an asshole. Um, I liked him a lot. And then when they're like, he has a sister and she's the most powerful uh, mutant in the world. Um, I was like, that's so fucking cool. And of course, me being like 10 years old, I'm like, that's so edgy. That's awesome. I don't know. I was like eight, actually. Um, so yeah, I followed that plot. And actually, I was really mad. Um, my parents would make me and my brother go to church with them every week. So I didn't get to see a lot of that. Um, I had to record wow, it is, on a VHS. That's fucking rough. I wonder if there's Having some kind to miss of... X-Men because of church is an origin Yeah, which is why I'm like, it I must have been at 9.30 because created... we, we watched it. Like, I would watch a few minutes of it, and they're, they're like, we got to go. Um, and service yeah. was at 10 a.m. So I'm like, it must have been at, like, 10.30. Um, perfect cartoon time. Yeah. But also perfect church. Same exact thing we happened to, to me with so. um, later on with Mega Man Anti-Warrior. Um Oh. But, you know, well, I, I would use the VHS tape. I would <laughs> tape it on VHS. Time shifting. Um, Future topic of the show, I'm sure. What, time shifting? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no, Mega Man <laughs> yeah, XT. Yeah, yeah. No, don't. Uh, time shifting is how they made it so that you could actually use VHSs to tape shows rather than um, the FCC being like, no, you can't do that. That's copyright law infringement shit garbage. Um, anyway. Uh, I loved it. It was edgy. It was cool. It was, you know, different than anything I'd ever seen as a kid. It was more adult, I guess. Not really adult adult, but you you guys know what I mean. I mean, you watch the show. It's not a kiddie cartoon. It's like kind of a preteen cartoon. You know, like a yeah. 10-year-old cartoon, not it's like not a 5-year-old cartoon. It's not He-Man. They move a little bit forward. They have something very, very slightly more mature yeah exactly uh, and, and every, i mean they, the Wanda's episode, like there is locked up in a mental yes. institute um but yeah it, like i thought it was so cool and it kind of shaped me and my tastes 
kind of for the rest of my life. And I've said before... Right. Seb has I've, been attracted to Rogue from this show for her entire life. Well, Scarlet. Right? I've, been I'm, I've been attracted to Scarlet Witch from this show. You think I'm more attracted <laughs> than Rogue than I, to Rogue than I actually I think am. straight people like Rogue and then... I think that's gay people like, like Scarlet I also, Witch. Huh? I also do. I'm like gonna Scarlet make that generalization. Okay, you're gay. Yeah, Cam's going out on the limb here. I think, I'm, I think I'm. Uh, <laughs> Cis hat Cam is gonna be like, this I'm is what it. gay people like. I'm saying it. <laughs> All right, but mutants drive like this, oh, <laughs> and humans nice, nice, nice. they drive like this. Um, anyway, very good. Uh, so it was it was cool, it's and true. to this it's day, so I've I've mentioned that um, I feel like my art style has been influenced by this unconsciously, despite me I not looking it. at it. Yeah, maybe for a long time. And I I went back and I watched the entire series when it was all on YouTube before the Fox buyout, um, and it it held up. It's really good. I mean, as much as everyone's like, look at their fucking pants. It is so the year two thousand. The style um, maybe doesn't track, but yeah, but the the rest of the show does. Anyway, um, why don't we throw it to Alex first? Because I think he's had the least oh. experience with the X-Men. Um, with the X-Men in general, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't mean to immediately have... cut you off, but you, oh, boy. I couldn't believe how little you knew about the X-Men watching this. Maybe because I live with Nick and like the X-Men is just like... Just like, everyone like, knows about the X-Men. Just, I know more about the X-Men than our surrounding states. Like, <laughs> I have seen the X-Men movie, yes. and that's That contains a lot of information. It? Um, yeah, but th that was, like, when it came out, also. Like, I haven't kept up with the X-Men in the way that, um, the rest of you freaks have. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fair. Yeah, I'm famous for having not been on the X-Men episode and uh, actively avoiding the next X-Men episode that you guys are doing. Next so, th this is, this is a bit of a reckoning for me, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Great word for it. Uh, but, yes, I, I don't really know a ton of... I mean, I'm generally... Not a superhero person, but I do like some of the... I mean, superhero media has kind of been unavoidable in the last 10, 15 years. Uh, and a lot of it has been okay years. in that time period. And I, you know, I've kind of softened on that stance a little bit. But uh, X-Men is just a thing that, like, it hasn't been pervasive since those first, like, two movies, really. I mean, they had, like, the prequel movies, too, that I saw the first well, one I and I kind of liked it. I think X3 was but, really big. Yeah, I, I, I more that, think X, like... X1 and X2 were, like, the most zeitgeisty the X-Men have been, Those, at least to my normie taste. I think mm. we're the first, quote-unquote, good superhero movies. I mean, that's, this yeah. is a whole different topic. Uh, this know. is a whole different yeah. topic. So I talked about this on, um, well, on uh, Rough Night. Uh, I talked about this on Rough Night a couple Rough Night months movie ago. Podcast? Rough Night Movie Podcast, that's I hate right. Those guys. It's where you go when you want to talk about movies that are bad or movies that you remember. Uh, <laughs> Jonas from our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure episode? That's right. Or Allison from our other episode? That's our, correct. Wait, what was that movie called? Man uh, of the House? Man of the House. That's right. Man Why do I know and, that? Uh, and Babes in Toyland. Babes, Babes in Toyland. Wasn't she also on anyway. the anyway. episode? No. no that was uh, she was on the Disney no, episode as well. The Disney uh, college one. Uh, anyway, yes. uh, besides that, uh, so uh, on that uh, show, uh, what I talked about is that the X-Men movies, specifically X-Men 1, is like a it's it's a bad omen of things to come in terms of what happens to superhero movies <laughs> oh, and action sure. yeah. movies in general. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got the whole thing. It's got like the 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 muted colors, the not able to have any fun with itself, taking itself way too seriously. Everything's got to be like kind of ironically detached. Uh, but compared to like the old Fantastic Four movie and like the well, Superman okay, movies. so. 
first good comic book movie. Uh, I'm gonna stop you right there. It's Blade, which came out beforehand. Because uh, yeah. Blade rules. <laughs> I haven't and, seen Blade. Oh, you you should. Cam, I'm right here. You should watch Blade. You're gonna have a great you time. You gotta watch Blade. You gotta watch Blade. But um, also uh, watching this, watching the original X Men movie, which is like kind of one of those things that gives you a lot of perspective on this era, because this is early 2000s X Men. Mm-hmm. X Men are not yeah. as hot as they were in the 90s, but still uh, in terms of a comic property. But because of the movie, they have skyrocketed into. You can say like, "Oh, look, I'm Magneto," and you put a bucket on your head, and your mom knows what you're talking about. <laughs> like immediately, it's one of those things that it's just like the cultural penetration is like as high as it's ever going to go. So a cartoon is, you know, it's a no brainer and you can do sort of interesting things because they, the buy-in is already there. You don't need to explain what a mutant is. Yeah. Everyone knows, go, Oh, this right? is Cyclops. Yeah. This is Jean Grey. This is whoever and make them teenagers yeah. and they still track. Yeah, you got like six, six yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway um, that's a whole other uh, shit. No, yeah. no, I, I feel like that's that's solid table dressing. Okay. I mean, that's right. like that's the time period in which that this cartoon existed, and the most literate I had ever been with X Men. Mm. Um, and I, I, having watched this, I was not like super captivated by it, but I also feel like that's just because I didn't know a ton about these guys. And like, I, I'm glad Cam was there when I was watching this. So I could be like, what is this guy's deal? Who the hell is he supposed to be? Uh, and then Cam is like, I don't know. I've never seen this guy. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> well, there were I didn't know anyone guys. either. And then as I've, well, as I've I mean, been around Nick and wa- and consumed more X-Men media over time, I'm like, oh, this is this person. Like I just watched a bunch of WandaVision and then I, um, you know, I watched the Scarlet Witch episodes, and Agatha Harkness is there, and I was like, "Wow, she's old in this." Yes. Um, but you know, it's but, you kind of learn over time. You you can't get everything in one pass with any comic book media. No, it's impossible. Right? Yeah, it, it it's it's just like I mean, not uh, not to fault the episodes that you chose, so, but I I did I feel like I came into the middle of it, but that more probably is just because I came into the middle of the X Men as a property, and not that I came into the middle of the <laughs> yeah. show. Um, but, uh, it was interesting. I, it, it was very 2000s in a way that was a little quaint and it was never like my bag. It was never my aesthetic, really. I, I never was a kind of person that was drawn to darker, edgier, uh, lot cargo pants, hot topic. Mm. I, I, it just was never my thing. I mean, no. I'm sure we've established this on previous episodes. We, That's we talked stuff. about that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I don't know. I, I never had that phase, really. Seb, do you want to a... go back, or are you happy where we are now <laughs> in terms of this fashion? Um, I nope. think no, we oh, are right. going There's back. some real thought going <laughs> we're on. We're getting right. there. We are, we, are, we are almost looped all the way back around. We're almost looped back to this, and I am fine with it because you get high-waisted <laughs> pants and crop tops, but the pants are also baggy, so it looks actually, you're kind of edgy, right. and, and you got, like, the, the pockets and shit. Like, no, I like it, okay? I have I bought some like baggier it. pants because mm. skinny jeans are going out. Yeah, it sucks. The, right. the Zoomers hate it's us. Sad. They hate us. You They're like, you wear pants. skinny jeans? That That's awful. We hate you. We're ch- for oh what? Boy. God, I don't need this. Say that again. Where's the X Men adaptation nope. for? No, 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 no. Yeah, can we bleep that? I, I will yeah, bleep Nick, that. Can you bleep that. I will bleep, bleep the C H in if you can. So that <laughs> no, <laughs> too much work. But we'll talk about anyway. Um, yeah, no. So this this whole aesthetic was never in my bag. So like the kinds of things from this era, I don't look back on with nostalgia really. And the combo of it being an X Men thing and me not knowing a ton about it 
meant I didn't get a lot out of this in general. I, I think there are some funny bits to laugh at. Like, you know, Cam mentioned it earlier, but the uh, fucking marbles that Magneto's guys travel around in, I got a kick out of that. I was losing like, so... my mind at that point. <laughs> like, even as someone who lo- loves the X-Men, it's like, okay, how would Magneto's goons get around the Brotherhood of Evil? Like, okay, well, Magneto has the power of magnetism. Yeah, so. instead of... Obviously, flying them in a be in like a metal, in metal plate, orbs. He's just like here, you be in an orb. Go in orb, and I'll carry you. Why would it's you do it any other way if you were Magneto? <laughs> it's just pointless dressing. What are you gonna do? Make them get into a car and lift the car? It's like that's just put much. them all in one it's thing. Too many yeah, steps. I don't know, like <laughs> one orb. There's no. The plane. Imagine I'm not standing next to Sabretooth. I don't want to have to smell him. Imagine being in the orb, like, get in your orb, and I'm going to fly you. It's, it's close into this dark orb. It's like the same It smells like gumbo. <laughs> yeah. Gambit smells like gumbo, and Sabretooth smells like Sabretooth. You do not want to be in a, the same windowless metal cube with them. God, so, so just bizarre, but practical? Uh, but, yeah, there were a lot, of, a lot of interesting revelations as to the X-Men lore that I didn't know while watching this and asking Cam about every other thing. Um, I did not know that Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were both Magneto's chil- uh, children. They're not actually and... his children. Okay. Oh, in this uh, well, show they're not? They're like adopted children. I don't know that the show... I don't know if it's canon that he is their literal father in the show, but in other things he's kind of their adopted father, I think. Oh, they probably okay. never talk about the mother, maybe. But I thought it was implied just because of hair color with... Quicksilver and Magneto. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe Nick can I don't know. talk about that. But of I, course I, I think I it's didn't supposed that... to be he's their adoptive father because he's like, oh, you dead parents have these powerful mutant children. I'll take them. You Is it canon them? that Magneto has that haircut? Like, I, I thought it was very weird that they presented uh... him like that. I mean, it's just because I've seen the X-Men movie and uh, they... what's his name who plays him does not look anything like that. Yeah. They changed that up a lot, especially when I said hair color, immediately I thought of um, fucking... Prometheus guy, what's that guy's name? Who plays Magneto in first class? Does not have oh, a white. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. So, um, anyway, that's so uh, not yeah, important. But, but anyway. Yes, but uh, no, it's just weird tidbits like that that I just didn't really get. And like you said, that right. like Wolverine and Sabretooth were related in a way that Michael I didn't really know about. Or Fassbender, yeah. Um, it's just uh, getting a couple of those tidbits was. Uh, one of the more interesting parts about watching this show. The joke between just... Nick and I, in, until recently, having both of us actually reading the X Men, I'm sure he's read more than me, but like the joke was always, it's overly, it's so overly complicated and ridiculous when the premise should sustain itself. Like mm-hmm. they go to space so right. often right. when <laughs> they're so grounded as a allegory for prejudice and human like compassion and like mm-hmm. and rights and the space like, stuff comes in so like so quick one of the questions that i had trouble finding an answer for uh because just because it was a really hard thing to search uh and i didn't have time to comb through the issues one by one was uh i wanted to search how long did it take from x issue one before the x-men go to space uh and it was going to be like a, whole, a really amusingly low number because i know it's like like it's okay. under 100 for sure it's under 100 because they um they go to space before issue 66 which is when they go dormant and only do reprints until they come back in 75 for um for giant size under, under yeah under 70 is pretty crazy wow yeah they they it did not take them very long to get to space um but one of those right, they don't the go to space that, in this uh, um, show. it's very easy to complain mm-hmm. about how uh, easy, how complicated how uh, how complicated and how quickly the x-men get to that point 
But um, if the, the characters of the X-Men, for the most part, are good enough to where you will not, like, mind it that much, right? Like, when Wolverine and Storm are talking to each other about, like, their personal feelings on something or what or Colossus is like, I don't know, I never really had a word for what being a mutant was. I just did this and until Xavier yeah. called me. I didn't know what it what it meant. In it Russia did. it wasn't really that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <a> metal guy. <laughs> it's exactly it's conversations like that and like the relationships between these characters that keep you going. And so then they're like they're fighting Proteus whose weakness is metal, but he can warp reality. Or they're like or they're, uh. you know, uh Professor X gets a call from his uh, hot space girlfriend, and they have to deal with that. Hey, like uh, I, 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 I am along for we, the ride. We're doing a whole other episode. So yeah. I know we're doing. Well, episode. well no, no, yeah. this is exactly this rolls right. This rolls right into the show of X Men Evolution because X Men Evolution okay. has the school stuff that kind of forces it to stay grounded. At least it for those first two seasons. Than... No, yeah, I, okay, yeah. I, agree, I agree. That's why I that. like the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I was too. And and to get back to my impressions a little bit, I think this school thing seemed like a weird, um, not to do a pun, but X factor yeah, in this. Yeah. Like, no, I get it. It was interesting. <laughs> it, it was interesting that they would try to like de-age all of these characters and make them like hipper and like I. It was of the time in an interesting way. I think the way that you guys were describing the older X Men comics and the fact that they had like. Uh, maybe not mortgages, but the fact that they were adult yeah. is more appealing to me now, but I can see this kind of thing being more appealing to me the, then. The only thing that makes it weird to me is that Xavier adopts these adults to live with him in a mansion. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Otherwise, it, is, it makes sense. All, all right. of the... all of the It raises a lot of questions, honestly. The, all, them all living in the oh, X-Mansion yeah. is such a funny thing to, for me to think about. It's and just like adult uh, college keep... dorm. Like... I keep coming back to the the joke in the first Deadpool movie where um, he goes to the X Mansion and only like three of them are there because uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> it's the only ones they had the rights to or whatever. Oh, and you know just, he makes the self aware yeah. joke about it. But like uh, as in the show, only seeing like the group of the eight of them in the whole X Mansion, and we do see him in some of the later episodes, some other guys. Yeah, they keep recruiting. But it's just really people, funny. So. Yeah, it's just really funny to me that like they have this mansion and they're like they have you know, several squads of X-Men or whatever, but we just, we're just following these guys. Don't worry about it. It's kind of a, I don't know. It's yeah, an we, interesting. We were dunking on it. And then we watched that later season episode and they were like a ton of like little kids. That like Magma like, Girl. Yeah, all and, they're, they're yeah. Like, they all have bullet man. They show up in the second they season and up. they do give it's them so time to develop and grow. They do give them their own personalities, but, um, for <laughs> the main I love how they have the blandest character be, designs. Uh, it was a very funny detail. Yeah, Alex was making fun of how everyone is wearing the same suit and brunette. Like everyone is brown. Oh yeah, no, they kid, they like all have the, the same, same suit because they're like, oh, we designed I, I, unique suits for all. I believe I said that you. the the magma girl looked like a um, magic school bus character, just maybe because <laughs> of the vintage of the animation or something. But I'm like, it just looks like a normal kid as much as you could make one in animation mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah, that's yeah, kind out of the new mutants, I think the most well, unique looking one normal. was Boom Boom. And that's because she has yes. her whole entire well, the, arc. the electric hair man. No, she's got. Yeah, like... we were talking oh, yeah. about that. No, yeah, there, was there is Boom Boom who has like a character arc outside of the mansion, but one of the mansion kids is like. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I was thinking of that kid. Uh, the uh, electricity kid who had yeah. an insane haircut. He has yeah. like a weird uh, like Sonic haircut. It doesn't matter. Anyway, anyway. yeah, but I, yeah, I. I didn't get a ton out of this, but I understand uh, why uh, all of you freaks like it. Did you have an X-Men that you actually liked? <laughs> Did you have a big pop when you saw the weird 
sentinel design or anything i i don't know i i think the sentinel design is is weird from my understanding that they're a little bit more human sized in some of the other media are uh, they always like gigantic or yeah big oh okay yeah that, they're, that's they're my usually, only other exposure to the sentinels big, yeah. uh but they don't okay they're, not they're supposed always. to be like building sized yeah. they do humans okay. they do human sized ones as well it's one of those things where Ugh. depending on what you've seen well, I mean, Cam, even you, you saw, like, the, the kind of miniature Sentinels they were building, and then the ones they Yeah, or, like, in Wolverine like, and the X-Men, they have uh, Scorpion the... ones. Yeah, oh, I yeah. haven't seen that yeah. at all. I, I, I'm i sure they do things with it in the storylines, but it's interesting that they're, like, like, Magneto is, his whole thing is, like, you know, we should get rid of all the humans, or, you know, we should be able to we live... better. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah we, we're, we're better. We're a new form of evolution or whatever. Mm. And then the humans are like, well, no, we need to kill all the mutants. Yeah. And then the X-Men just exist between those two things. Yeah. It's it's a fascinating intersection, especially in the episode where they all square off against the, the Sentinel. Yeah. I'm like, well, isn't this proving Magneto's point, kind of? Wouldn't he? That is something I, I that comes it's... up over and over in X-Men. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... whenever the Nick, Sentinels it's, show it's up. It's another thing Nick yeah. and I used to talk about all the time is like, well, this, maybe in terms of Cyclops was right was a big thing. Yeah. Yes. back in the day but it was. is magneto just right all the time oh yeah like, i'd say so they just the existence of the sentinels yeah. proves that magneto humans, is right yes they, oh yeah us. that's the line i'm looking for is yeah sentinels it's... are such a good juxtaposition of that's why I, i'll get into my my stuff later but that episode really is i, I really like that episode for that reason but go ahead mm-hmm. keep going yeah, no, I don't know. I, I I didn't get a ton out of this, but I, I liked some elements of Did it. It was interesting to think about this. that I uh, told you guys to? Yeah. yeah. Which is okay. That's fine. Yeah. I, I'm just asking. Um, did, um, what did you prefer more? Did you prefer the one-off with uh, Spike and Quicksilver, or did you prefer, like, the serialized... I, I, I wasn't too interested in original character Do Not Steal, uh, personally. But, Spike is adorable. Um, I, I kind of sullied that by saying he was bad Marrow, but... No, Marrow is way worse. <laughs> well, I also him. don't know anything about Marrow. Marrow so. sucks so much more than he does, man. Like, like later on, Marrow... Spike can turn into, like, this armadillo spike ball yeah. thing. And he's got, he good. doesn't bone. do that in that episode. Right, he's got bone well, armor uh, later on, but he doesn't get it just... until they grow him up a little bit. Yeah. Just based on the episodes that we watched, it was very interesting how much they danced between. Like, I, I was a little confused as to whether or not all of the X-Men characters went to the school. Because in that first episode where we just saw um, Spike, he, it just seemed like Quicksilver and him were the only people that went to the school. And then he moved into the mansion, and that's where he lived from now well, on. Well, Babel is the school that the episodes, X-Men living in the mansion go to. Um, yeah, but so that's, Spike yeah. was well, that's in a big New York change a from. School. One thing that's weird about the comics or and other media that I've seen of the X-Men is that in this show, I think one thing they do really well is that they all go to real school and then live at the mansion and then learn about their powers there. Yeah. In the comics, sometimes they go to school at the mansion, which I think is how they sell it to the parents. Like, oh, come to this private school. Yeah, it's a boarding school. It's a boarding school. Uh, But then, like, fucking Storm and Cyclops are teaching classes about, like, physics and (laughs) shit. It makes sense when Beast is teaching classes. Because he's, like, actually a teacher. 
But some of these other people, I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> I, I didn't, I don't know a ton about Beast, but it was very funny <laughs> that he's like a gorilla in this show. He's and he d- I, From my understanding, he's more humanoid. This was yeah. like 20 minutes the other of discussion when Beast showed up on screen now. It's like, wait, isn't he? And I was like, I paused it. We had to pause the episode. And they'd be like, okay, Just so some artists talk. draw him as a cat. And then he used to be a guy. And like then the '90s happened. He had. To I understand that like guy. he's very smart. I think yeah. he was in the first of the prequel movies. I think that he's they the did. chemistry yes. teacher um, in this show or something. He's uh, so good yeah. in the show. He's I love him in the show. But it's, he also reads. Uh, it a was lot very of books. It, for, from like his first on-screen guy. appearance. He literally was like acting like a gorilla, yeah. and I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> he walks on all fours through a sewer yeah. in the episode that we watched. So. <laughs> It was a little bit jarring. But yes, this, this show raised a lot of questions to me, and um, I got some answers, and uh, that was enjoyable. Mm. Uh, but yeah, okay. I, thank you, Sam. You're welcome. This is interesting. Uh, this is a my be- origin story, so maybe world. you understand more about Sam. A little bit, at least. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, Cam. Me? You. Because otherwise, um, Nick will talk for an hour. Oh my god, whatever. I'm gonna... We have to cut him off <laughs> at some point. Dunk on me. No, I, I think it um, really makes more I deserve sense to it. Go... I, no, I, no, I we, definitely we normally go through that. As if I don't have one hour of discussion about this show. <laughs> hey, Cam, what do you think so about the way Cyclops' powers are portrayed in this show? Oh, <laughs> that's, that's at least six hours of talk about what Cyclops' entire deal is. Well, all you have to do is steal his glasses. And he's okay, but, uh, or he but could. Do they, it's the worst. Could they melt something in this show? It's not clear. If uh, if they have heat to them or if they're just forced. that was another five minute discussion where I was like <laughs> Alex is like well wait why didn't that kill them and I was like okay sit down <laughs> he can shoot them with his eyes but it doesn't kill them yeah. well he could decide yeah, they, he did that at Quicksilver or... and it's he was just like Ow. yeah <laughs> that was probably the exact moment yeah but um so to start at the beginning I also got the Burger King uh, toy for this show oh we're starting at the beginning the beginning. <laughs> Um, I think I think I did definitely have Quicksilver. I'd have to look oh. up. I'm pretty sure we had but... Rogue and Wolverine as well. Mm, okay, I trust. If Nick's nothing memory. else from this episode, I really want some Burger King. You guys, are, the marketing Damn, has worked. Dude, it works. Oh no, it works we got to do another after. 300 episodes. That's why they I guess. do it. 300 the, X. The X Men Burger King. 300 <laughs> X. I'm into it. X hundred. But um, yeah. I think what sticks with me from the Burger King is that the character designs are really good. I like how everyone looks in this show. They're distinct enough where they're not too... They're not really close to the comic designs at all. Like, I really like Scott's suit in this. Yeah. Because he combines the 90s Scott, where he mm-hmm. still has his hair out, and, like, the old oldest Scott, where he has the huge X across yeah. his chest. Uh, I couldn't think find... I knew his name was Scott yeah. oh. before this. It's just a <laughs> really Fox. funny name for a superhero. Yeah, Scott Summers. I don't know. It's kind that's of that's what's so good about the X Men is that they can't divorce themselves from their human personalities. Like Spider Man is Spider Man, but well, no, he's... Cyclops is Scott, Scott Summers, Summers and then he's Cyclops. Yeah, like, the most news of the time, doesn't. When you're watching X Men media, I think Spider Man's a bad pull for that. Using each other's, um, yeah, names. maybe not. Superman, maybe I don't know. Yeah, mm. uh, but um, so I really like the designs of this show, especially. Um, Wolverine and Cyclops. I think they really nailed like what they should look like. I think like I really like 
the brown costume Wolverine. It's orange. From the old, is it? No, I'm talking about comic comic book. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the brown the costume oldest, Wolverine is very good. Is that first appearance he's brown? No, 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 no. He, at first appearance, he has those weird whiskers on him. For, uh, oh, and he's and, blue. And, and, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's the yellow and blue. But it, so later, um, the the brown Cam, you were actually like <clears throat> five issues away from him putting on the yellow and brown cop. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay, you're great. Like, you're like super close to that happening because uh, it happens Looking in the '80s. Huh. But anyway, um, I love that the even as a kid, I remember like this is this has always been my love of like costume design and stuff. Like in any video game I play, I love having the ability to change my character's appearance and yada yada but i think this show makes a weird choice of being like oh we'll change everyone's costume to a degree that's like a, a drastic change like well Wolverine one of the only has... interviews i was able to find about this show was the with the uh, costume designers and how proud they were about Ooh. this uh they were they uh, did great like yeah they did um, a lot of good changes yeah they they're like they oh rogues, tried to they're make like, everybody yeah. cohesive but also i mean in the, in the main cast Unique. not necessarily yeah. the yeah not necessarily the new mutants but the main cast they all have a little bit of a unique twist on that cohesive outfit and then you got the brotherhood yeah. who's just kind of like a mishmash which they're they're supposed to be oh boy alex and i were dunking on uh <laughs> earthquake or whatever the fuck is avalanche name is. Uh, avalanche avalanche his costume is <laughs> he's so got like a blast bad. shield like... but i have always remembered it like <laughs> uh, I, I i've forgotten his name and remembered his name bad. but i remembered that costume forever with the weird half he has glass a full helmet. covid mask like plastic mask in front of face his shield. Face, face shield but then it extends around the front of his forehead like a xetomorph from alien like it it looks horrible but it's practical and then Toad has like a weird like spaceship yeah. backpack that sucks. Yeah, it anyway, makes this, him look more like a hunchback. The show made like some decisions. Yeah. Yeah, and First I think thing, that's I like intentional the to make him look weird. Toad more, but he looks more human Ugh. in this. So. Yeah. Anyway, it's, I, it's, I really like Wolverine's outfit in this show. Like they mm. they choose orange and bluish black instead of like the orange and black or the yellow. Part. The yellow was but, a little bit eyeball searing, in my opinion. So Seb mentioned she was going to do this for an episode mm-hmm. back on her old loop, and then um, we we mentioned we didn't know what a multipass was, and she canned it for doing yeah yeah <laughs> for us uh, <laughs> Fifth Element pretty yeah, much instead. yeah. So I had been watching this show as like my comfort food, like when I when it was late at night and everyone had gone to bed, I would just put on some X Men Evolution. So I've almost finished the first season. And it's just, like, great. I, I was really in love with this show when I was a kid. So um, I just like the... I think the idea of putting the X-Men in a high school that's not going to school in the X-Mansion is a good idea. Like, we haven't done our Batman Beyond episode yet, but... I'm sure that'll happen eventually. Batman Beyond... It might have it'll to be, be one of my episodes. It you... No, it'll be my episode. <laughs> I was obsessed oh with Batman Beyond. Okay, I can't it can be wait for another animated cartoon about superheroes. Yeah, it's almost the same, but um, <laughs> oh boy. it has a little more stylistic. Seventy-five uh, percent chance it is happen. way better animated. Yeah. Get them all out of your system, That's guys. True. <laughs> but um, I think that putting the X Men in high school makes more sense, vastly more sense than putting Batman in high school. So this show immediately was appealing to me, like Seb. Um, as a kid, I was like, oh, cool. And I love the changes. And as an adult, I love the changes they make of like, okay, so Storm and Wolverine are adults. Mm-hmm. 
Xavier is even more adult than them. Cyclops is... Cyclops like and Jean a, are older teenagers. Cyclops and Jean are like a senior at the high school. Where Nightcrawler, um, Shadowcat, or Kitty Pride, mm-hmm. and... I got Kitty uh, Pride. Rogue. <laughs> These are reference. Rogue are um, like at the high school as well. And I think th- the point of the X-Men is dealing with the... the implications of having superpowers like okay your your parents are going to be scared kids at school are going to bully you and you're not going to fit in ever so here's the place you can fit in and then you go to school afterwards like i think it really works really well like um we didn't watch a lot of it takes the pre-existing xavier institute or xavier institute i call it xavier because that's how you actually pronounce that fucking name in real life um, no, yeah. you got to pronounce the X. It's X Men. You got to go pronounce to the, the X. It's not the, the Xavier I mean, Institute Zem? pre-exists Zem? in the comics, and they take that idea and they're like, "Yeah, but what if they were all actually kids?" Because you already have like a lot of young people. In it's it's not like they're de-aging most of them that much. Um, so yeah. it actually makes a lot of sense to me. Again, like like you said, I, Cam, I really like the staggering of like, okay, this is an adult. This is a you know, like, 30-year-old, this is a 18-year-old, mm-hmm. and then you have, like, your youngest that they deal with was is, like, a 15- to 17-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyway, to get to the episodes that we suggested, I liked Spike until I listened to the um, What a Cartoon on the X-Men Evolution, which talks about how much of Spike was a studio mandate. Like, he was a... Oh. Yeah, it's... I don't mean to... I mean, you can still like That's Spike. That's okay. I, I didn't. He's, he's still I didn't cool, do the research for this. I just like the show. Yeah, I, I the podcast I like putting an episode on this cartoon, but yeah. they um, talk about how they're like, you need to have this character for this, this, that, and the other reason, and like there you is need a to character, have a black Marrow, man character, who I don't, I don't have any affection for, but they mm-hmm. turned a female character into a male character, and yada yada. yada. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's weird to have. I, we, his, Alex his and I stuff. were watching this episode, and like I was like, I tried to do the the shitty joke of like, oh, you know he's Storm's nephew because he's black, and then like they cut to the basketball yeah. team and there's like plenty of black kids, and I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, it's one of those things where um, you can kind of tell he's focus group, grouped up because he's a little Ninja Turtley. Uh, when he's when he he pulls out the skateboard, I cringe so hard. And he doesn't need it. Like, the stuff that Seb talks about later where he gets, like, bone armor and, like, turns into a weird armadillo guy. Like, that's an interesting thing to do with Marrow's powers, with with Spike's powers. And the whole, like, having a younger viewpoint, or especially somebody with the viewpoint of, like, hey, I'm a, a city kid and I really don't want to be involved with Xavier's shit. Uh, yeah. is like that's that's good. That's all fine and good. It's so just like reasonable. it's just like it leans a little heavily sometimes on the on the the kind of marketable. This is your character. Hey kids, this is you, right? You love a yes. skateboard. It's the Bart Simpson. He's, he's so a, Bart Simpson. He's a little he's a little Bart Simpson. I mean, in the year 1999. He against the X-Men. Skateboards. Yeah. Well, okay. It, no, it's it's a totally a product of the time. It is not like But I love the x-men-ness of him like that he's like i have control under my powers like they're cool and they're useful but i they're also bones are coming out of my body and 
shooting at people. Like there's that shot in sneeze. the opening where he uh, where he's like growing them out of his elbows while Sabretooth is picking him up, and they're not helping him. Like oh. he's one of those things where like Sabretooth is lifting him over his head, like probably about to cr- break him over his knee, like Bane or some shit. But uh, uh, Spike has these spikes coming out of his arms during this scene, and they're just not helping him. It's one of those things yeah. where they're activating like a defense mechanism, but he doesn't know how to use them yet. Yeah. Yep. I I think Spike is a cool character, but learning that he was a studio mandate, my authority it, it leads you to start like, to see the seams. I think it's one oh, of those yeah. things I'm that just like, I I don't like you're not looking for it unless you already know. My it's boss there. says I need this guy. I don't. I don't yeah. want this guy. That that sucks that he was a studio <clears throat> mandate, but I think they did a good job with said studio mandate. Well, I barely even discussed it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm no, really no. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I won't get into my Scarlet Witch whole situation. Save it for the episode. I, I don't want to hear It's going to be in the WandaVision episode that <laughs> oh someone makes us do. But uh, I don't like Scarlet Witch just because her mutant, mutation is just magic. That is stupid her to me. Like Iceman's mutation is... Probability manipulation? No, that sucks. That's magic. Jinx from DC. That's stupid. It's yeah. Probability is... The probability that you Nick might turn into a snake right now is zero so turn it up to 100 <laughs> nick turns into a snake nick's that's stupid it doesn't make any snake. sense oh my fucking god he's a snake oh my god nick's a snake now no change, uh, no change. i really stupid. wish you guys wouldn't talk about me like not that, that kind of snake <laughs> oh but like the what i like about oh, oh, heck, the like x-men kind of dinosaur theme park <laughs> shut up <laughs> second floor baby but the, like so what i like about x-men is the restrictions around the power. We've discussed my love of rules and shit, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. Iceman's power is to control temperature and ice or whatever. Like, Storm can't fly. She uses the currents in the air to glide her, or whatever. Her little, to like, lift herself so up. Flappy when outfit. Scarlet Witch shoots a laser at someone and turns them into ice. It's stupid. It's nonsense. Mm. But I liked seeing the flashbacks of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch with Magneto. Like, oh, he directly influenced her being traumatized. I thought that episode arc was kind of cool. And like Alex said, I liked the teaming up. Even though Professor Xavier is really wild choice to bring in the people that have been trying to kill them for it's, it's a well show. i mean you find out at the end of that episode that he's mystique like, oh, so i mean you gotta think how oh, long okay i didn't wasn't sure when he got turned into mis- or mystique took over at that point. yeah but so the x-men team up with their nemeses to take down magneto and then they end up fighting the sentinel i thought that was really really good i love the scene of the sentinel fighting wolverine and like establishing how strong the sentinels are the design was really cool, even though it doesn't talk. I wish it talked and said "exterminate mutant" or whatever. Exterminate. Must exterminate mutant. Exterminate. Yeah, it's gonna be the mutant thing. located. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that episode. I think the um, Spike and Quicksilver episode is is pretty good. It's it's definitely the most childish episode we watched of the ones you selected. Like it's really yeah, really. I, yeah, I wanted it's to give a Here's one of the it's episodes right, where right they the focus beginning. on one right. character, and here's one of the, like, more serious arcs. Right. And I, I really like that dynamic. Like, I, I mentioned 
on while we were on break that I've been watching this like casually since Seb has recommended it and I would definitely pick and choose my episodes like I haven't finished season one yet but I saw an episode where it's Nightcrawler enters another dimension on accident by teleporting and I was just like skip I, I don't care about that <laughs> at all like that sounds like it's I have I have my complex with rules and shit where I was just like I know that breaks the rules yeah, you're a loser hey I'm sorry to tell you, Cam, but you I like, like a grounded heroes. story about people who have mutant genes in them okay. that allow them to shoot lasers out of their eyes. Mm, so okay. I, I don't like to get into that crazy shit where right. um, the son of a demon and a lady makes a, um, a furry guy who can teleport. But um, I, I really like the show for reasons I could talk about for hours and hours and hours and already have talked too long. But it's nostalgic for me. It's comforting in, I mentioned to Alex, like, I was starving for good X-Men content, which I didn't know I was until I read um, what Nick suggested to me. Like, uh, what is it? It's not Uncanny? Uh, what did you say? It, it is Uncanny. Giant it size? is Uncanny. It's the, uh, Giant Size X-Men is where it starts. It's the, it's the they call it um, uh, Second Genesis. It's basically just when Wolverine and Storm and, Cy- and uh, Colossus Nightcrawler and Nightcrawler and Colossus, and, yeah. Banshee, and, yeah, they all they all show up at the same time. All the new and characters course, that everyone Star. likes show up at the same time. Man. Sunfire, are you talking Sunfire, about Sunfire? Yes, <laughs> of course. He dies well, like three he, issues. No, later. he leaves. Uh, uh, Thunder. <laughs> oh yeah, he leaves. Is the one that. Uh, the oh one yeah, that Thunderbird. Gets Thunderhawk. He dies so fast, I forgot about him. Warhawk. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I really 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 like this show, but I don't think it's like. If you like X Men, you need to watch this. I think it is a serviceable. Uh, like Seb said, it's not a child's show. It's like a preteen show, maybe. <laughs> like it's. Yeah, it's like I, I once you once you get out of the ball pit, you can watch this show. Yeah, and I, I have ish. I have so much more to say. I I have like another hour on just how Gambit and Colossus are on the Brotherhood of Evil. And in Good the choices. episode that Seb suggested, they don't talk at all because mm-hmm. it would be oh. they have to pay someone. Kim was like, Kim was like, hyping up Gambit's accent, and he doesn't talk. Like, I needed to hear Gambit talk weird. because he's like supposed to be a southern, like Louisiana no, guy. No, he <laughs> speaks like a Louisiana French, and he does have an accent in the show. And there's a it's weird, the big easy. Like, but in that episode, they don't let him talk because they'd yeah. have to pay someone to make oh him my talk. God. Like, can you imagine, like, never before seeing these characters and back to back, you have Gambit's accent and then a uh, shitty Russian accent for Colossus. Can like, you immediately imagine? smash those two together. It's it was the really first cool. time you see those two characters. That would be great. And this is the first episode where the them. Sentinel comes above the ground. And this is the fr- and uh, you have Scarlet Witch trying to push uh, Magneto off a building after disabling his powers. Like Dude. all this stuff happens. All at the same time. I have an hour to talk about Magneto too, which is why we have to do the episode that I've been delaying. But like, I could have done 25 minutes on just how Magneto makes the Brotherhood of Evil travel, and (laughs) Colossus and Gambit and like the Sentinel. Like that whole episode was, I was thoroughly enjoying myself, and I have been watching this as comfort material. So I'm glad you suggested it and brought it back into like my rotation of just material like media that i watch i i love the x-men and it's really come back into my life in the last few months in a weird way yeah. no, <laughs> that I'm it's like 30 percent of what i, I think do about. think like, that this is all your fault said because when you had us watch gargoyles <laughs> i i started yeah, thinking about x-men it. again because of demona and uh, goliath because they basically just do the yes, the xavier, the xavier and, uh, magneto thing yeah uh, 
You could and just do a whole movie with just them, like the like, whole first we class We used to be trilogy. lovers it's, slash ah, friends, and yeah. I can't kill you, but we're our enemies. So Yeah, we have different ideologies, but uh, one is clearly more correct than the other. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's just that's just how it works out. Um, but do you mind if I launch into my uh, No, please, scan? I could. Stop. I, am, no. I have talked right. too uh, long, over. and I could talk even more. No, longer. okay, go ahead. All right, so I've got uh, show. I've got some neatly sorted points on this stuff. Uh, I do think that this show is pretty good overall. Um, I, I I liked it. Just I want to get that out of the way beforehand. Any gripes are minor, and because I've been spending years like reading this kind of stuff, uh, most X Men I would say on the whole is not very good. But there is there were very there was a very long stretch from the '70s into the '80s, basically right up until 1991, where they were really really good. Uh, and uh, there's even there's, as a kid, I was like, "Why are they fighting this blob in a mech chair? What was that guy's yeah. name?" Uh, you're talking about Mojo. Mojo. Like even as a kid, I was like, "Why? Why are they doing this? Their premise is so grounded." That's a late '80s why one. They... I haven't gotten to that yet. Ugh. But people really like Spiral, who came out of that. So I don't know. I, I don't know what to think I about it. Know. I'm sorry. I'm delaying so early. Yes. Okay. So, um, one of the most immediate things uh, that I uh, noticed. You've got, uh, you had uh, Speed and Spike. That was the first episode we watched. Quicksilver makes for a great foil. He's such a cocky little asshole. He's perfect for the low stakes villain team. You know, like, because the brotherhood in this show is not the brotherhood of, of any other kind of thing. The brotherhood of, of, of mutants is like, is the team that basically it's like, in the comics, it's Magneto's example of like, we are we are going to replace you and we are what's next. We, these are mutants who are like mutant supremacists. And these are the guys I could find. And most of them suck. Uh, but it, uh, no, they like, mind. they like fall down and like slip on banana peels in this show. And it's like appropriate because they're all 14. Like, so, so when yeah, that happens, basically, you're like, Magneto oh, they're sends all Mystique to, to get a bunch of um, like, so it's Toad, the Blob, Avalanche and Quicksilver. And sometimes they'll have like a rotating cast trying to, you know, like Rogue tries boom, to boom, join Boom Boom was a terrible name, but she's 14, yeah, so I believe it. Oh. Boom Boom uh, comes through. Um, I didn't even Wanda talk about Mystique in. being the, the principal of the school. That's uh-huh. something you would say as a joke. That is yeah. the reality of the She's show. only the principal <laughs> for a little bit. Um, for yeah. like the first I, all of season one. Yes, all of season one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. After they, introdu- after they introduced her... Uh, like they had her they do the thing that you love to do with mystique where you have a a regular scene and then one character closes the door and then the, uh, the first character turns into mystique like it they works do that every yeah. time i was waiting every um, episode one... in every scene i'm like and the door closes and this <laughs> character is mystique and they uh, finally did one it at of the, the end. one of the things i have to touch on uh, because uh cam pointed it out and then i it truly blew my mind was that um mystique turns into an owl yeah oh my god, god. <laughs> Right. I can't. Mystique this, turns into multiple into, scorpions at one point in the show. That sucks. That is so it's bad. So bad. Uh, that ruins the show. Every positive thing I've said about the show is discarded when Mystique turns into an animal. Because <laughs> this this goes back to my whole rules thing and my whole Scarlet. Why, why is, is that, that? If she can just transform, that's it. The multiple scorpion thing no, is... <laughs> oh, boy. All right. It doesn't make sense. If she could just transform, why doesn't she just transform into a gun and shoot him? No, like, it's a Megatron living thing. She can transform yeah, into living Guns can thing. be alive. Why doesn't she turn into a T-Rex and eat Cyclops? Maybe she could. Because then she would eventually have to turn... Why doesn't she? 
because she can't turn into a bird. Her power should be that she has image like she can turn it. I Nick Nick and I have talked about this probably like days on end, but she yes. should turn into equal mass things. Like you should be able to turn it. Like Seb, you could you could maybe turn into Wolverine because you guys are similar heights. Or or it's Tom, not an equal. Uh, no, I am not Bruce. equal mass to Wolverine. Not equal, but close. Are no. you equal mass of that of an owl or several scorpions? I am closer <laughs> to the mass of an owl than I am to Wolverine. That, see, it'd be interesting think, if she could be several scorpions. That would be pretty good. Yeah, that is, at once? Weirdly, I don't like it. His have to be her entire mass and scorpions. Yes. Anyway, it's dumb is the takeaway. I, my own rant. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on. Anyway, the Brotherhood, uh, so the Brotherhood kind of sucked, but it's, a, it's an intentional choice because it's for them, for the kids, you know, for, let's say, Kitty Pride and Nightcrawler on the X-Men side and Quicksilver and Avalanche on the Brotherhood side, for them it's just like a high school football rivalry. It yes. doesn't mean as much to them as it does to Mystique, Xavier, uh, Storm, and Magneto. Like those characters are adults. They know that like what happens with these kids is going to determine the literal future. Because if there could be like fucking race riots if this goes badly, you know, there could be you know, yeah, the, the, how the world perceives mutants because they're still kind of hidden at this point. Uh, how the world perceives mutants is going to end up being determined by what happens to these kids, and we have to make sure it comes out right. But if you asked Quicksilver, uh, he'd be like, oh, man, I want to show that stupid fuckhead over at the Xavier Mansion what's what's what. <laughs> that I'm gonna... guy in math class. I yeah. Dunk on. I am going to dump Spike's books out of his hands and steal his wallet. Like, <laughs> and that's and that's the, the height of Quicksilver's goals. If you gave him all the power you could ever he could ever ask for, the thing that he would do with it is, like, get an extra pizza and steal someone's wallet. Like that's all that's, those are the biggest goals he can think of because he's, he's a kid. It doesn't matter. Um, and, yeah, uh, when he steals from all those hawkers just yeah. for, to, just to frame spike. Uh huh. And just for a kicks. good, that's the height or that's like the medium height of like the show. Like that's a whole episode. And then the next episode that we watched was all of New York is getting ravaged by a mutant killing robot. Mm-hmm. created by a crazy racist yes. that has a lot of money. It's like, I like that leveling of mm-hmm. conflict. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, Maybe that's not the right word. So, knowing how heavily executives were involved in this show makes me wonder a little bit of something about that, actually, what you just mentioned, Kim. I really like, uh, one of the things I really like about the Sentinels is that they are explicitly, at the beginning, a government program. It's so true to our real world that the the giant... Uh, minority-killing robots would be funded by the government. Yep. It's, it's one of those things that is just real to the world. And, but, and they go out of their way. They make it very clear. They have multiple lines about it where Bolivar Trask says, I am not with the U.S. government. <laughs> like, like, you brought uh, up a really good example of um, the um, like what they're allowed to say that the, this yeah. guy's agenda is. He says that he, he says mutants that, are poisoning the gene pool. Yes. Or something mm-hmm. like that. And that's yes. like something that maybe someone else might say. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's they, More they get grounded. a little they get a little close to they they're like, you know, they're trying to say the obvious thing of like this guy is a human supremacist who wants to exterminate all mutants and they have him act like it, but they just can't have him say what he thinks in certain right. ways. Can't the, say the, the extremely quiet part obvious. Loud. 
yeah, driving yeah. force of all of the X-Men is like that's why I love the X-Men Avengers like juxtaposition is like uh-huh. okay you have your Avengers and they're oh they're all humans even though Captain America was created through a government program all of them were created like Spider-Man's not an X-Men because he was, he was scientifically born he was a human and then yeah. now he's a superhero whereas the X-Men were born with superpowers they are afraid of being replaced too weird like yeah the afraid of being like that's why magneto is so cool is that he is like oh we are the next we are better we are literally better than you like we are not only are we literally better than Mm -hmm. you but if we do not do something now if we don't like kind of get you under control uh you will try and genocide us and xavier's like that don't you think that's a little harsh and then the genocide (laughs) mutant robot just smashes in their door and says time to genocide (laughs) all the mutants and and magneto's like just gesturing towards it like meanwhile like like, magneto being a holocaust survivor in the original yeah oh the layers yeah yeah him being like, they're going to try to genocide us. And, to... and Xavier being like, nah, that would never happen. Genocide? No, we nah. Must, we must agree with them. And then they tried to genocide you. And Magneto's like, should we not have genocided them first? And you're like, well, he, has, he <laughs> does have some good points. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so uh, I, I like that stuff. Um, that was the, the third episode we watched. Sec, uh, second episode we watched was... Um, uh, with Scarlet Witch, and I will also cut my uh, long uh, complaint about Scarlet Witch uh, down. I will say that when I first saw an image of it, I really hated her outfit. I thought it was super stupid, uh, but I liked her haircut. And then at seeing it in motion, I like both the outfit and the haircut. I think it's fine. Oh, I think because you went back I think to being well, I thought her haircut was really like, awful shit, until cool. she cut her hair. Yeah, yeah the two. Alex kept mentioning the, the two insane two bangs. Oh yeah, was like, yeah. I had only seen her when the, with when the haircut had already happened. Uh, yeah, but yeah, having her as the be the, like the the ringer that helps them uh, take on the X Men and win because she they, fucks with cost? all their powers. Um, and I think that it's so funny that like she is the perfect example, like the thing that will make Magneto's goals a reality. Like she is the one that can make it all happen, but she hates him so much that she <laughs> will never ever help him. It's like you are your your daughter is the only thing you need to make your goal a reality. All those other fucks, including Mystique, you don't need any of them if you had her on your side. But because you abandoned her, she's not on your side. She yeah, hates boy. you so much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, later on, there's a happens. there's a thing that happens that makes it possible that he could use her but uh well yeah later. i so yeah but we're just talking about the episodes in that, we have in right that now. episode yeah, yeah yeah um and uh w- the way they pray- portray magneto in the first season especially but also a little bit later on he is darth vader emily pointed that out when we were watching uh, like they he's so they darth, vader. Dark, I hate darth vader <laughs> it's, it kind of sucks honestly like to uh, shroud him in shadow like that because he's magneto he wears red and purple he's very bombastic he's not a kind I... of secret guy I kept calling him Zerg, who is a parody <laughs> of Darth Vader, so it really does yeah. track, you know. But he's the way the art style of the show is he is a like shrouded in column. shadow, like a he's pillar. Like a he's column a, as a he's person. He's a like, Batman silhouette. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. He is Darth Vader. He's always in the shadow. They don't show his costume until probably the end of season one. Mm-hmm. But he's like a shadowy figure influencing the principal, who is Mystique. But if you know anything about comics, you know it's him. Yeah, yeah, you know it's him. If you saw the poster, if you saw the poster, you didn't even see the movie for X Men One, you would know who Magneto is. Yeah. So anyway, a a 
one of the things that I do like about Mighty, I don't really like how they portray him as Darth Vader, which is an observation that Emily had, not me. I got to give her credit for that. Uh, just immediately saying that when, when as soon as his silhouette popped up on screen, like, why is Magneto Darth Vader in this show? Um, but uh, the, what I do like about um, uh, what they did with Magneto in this show is having him, uh, having him be like portrayed as a very legitimate threat. Like when they have, uh, when uh, Xavier's like, oh, fuck, these kids aren't ready to face Magneto. And he t- he's, like, gunning them really hard in the danger room, and they all keep getting hit with paintballs. And he's like, Magneto <laughs> would not wait for you to do this shit. He would just kill you. Yeah. And uh, you can tell it's like, why are you uh, why do you care about this Magneto guy so much? Is something going on between you two? He's like, I can't talk about it. No. <laughs> no, I don't You're know the friends. guy. <laughs> Never met him. Yeah, exactly. Um and then, you know, I was a little worried that they that he was going to be, you know, some kind of a little generically evil what because they focused so much on him, like, locking away Scarlet Witch. And then you see that his goal at the end of the second season is not to kill the X-Men. It is to get them all exposed on live TV, ki- destroying the Sentinel, ki- the, the mutant-killing robot. And okay, he's... So- we we got to talk and about that. It seems like, oh, that's yeah. good. The superheroes destroyed the killer yeah, robot. Yeah, that's the... That was his goal was to show that he they're stopping the robot. Well, uh, he wasn't. He didn't plan on getting uh, Wolverine kidnapped and getting the X Men involved, but he was right. lurking around. He wanted to get the robot above ground and out into the open. Mm-hmm. That okay. was what he. That, that was what that he is needed. Too smart and logical for me to understand for the when I was watching the show. I was it's like, sort of like okay, start a race the... war to prove his point. Yes, <laughs> that is so Magneto right there. <laughs> but yeah, so Xavier and the X Men want to coexist with yes humanity. Yes, Magneto wants to subjugate co- humanity, like, subjugate, but you know, replace, yeah. uh, work with slash. We're better than you. Yeah, and then the gov this. Not even the government, this subset of the government who wants to... Uh, a government dis- contractor, like, for example, Electric Boat. Um, uh, <laughs> no need to mention that. <laughs> like Raytheon. Yeah, they like want Raytheon. To Raytheon. Raytheon. Raytheon submarines wants are very good, actually. Oh, Raytheon, my favorite. <laughs> it makes Ray- too much sense for Magneto to have the smart goal of showing that mutants are good to stop the government. So yeah. that just didn't even click for me at all but that, that's yeah. cool like it's that. well yeah his his goal and that's why he's so pissed off at scarlet which scarlet which gets up there and starts like shooting yeah, lasers at him and, he, yeah. and he's like what the fuck are you doing i'm not even attacking you i'm not doing anything i am preventing you and your, fe- I and your friends i abandoned you for a reason one <laughs> 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 of magneto's uh, big character flaws is that he's very melodramatic he, he has no he he's can never it turn it off <laughs> Uh, that's on. why I like when the in the games and movies or whatever when he goes, I am the master of magnetism, and he's like like master has like purple energies swirling up, <laughs> swirling around or whatever. He but, has um, his own asteroid. Yeah, he does asteroid M, and he he picks volcano bases and all that shit. He's like, well, yeah, this I could get like, into the volcano because magnetism mountain. means yeah, exactly. He's got a giant like metal sphere on top of a mountain. Cam, did you read the? Uh, never mind. I'll, I'll say yes. that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I liked the the central design was like really really bulky, uh, but I, I did find it enjoyable. It seemed a little Iron Gianty, honestly. That's that's yeah. one of my 
I mean, I think that it's had probably just come what Iron Giant was for me was the multicolor um, Iron Man circle yeah, yeah. in the middle. Little, I thought that was really It was just a design thing at the time, I guess. I wish it talked. I said it when yeah. we were watching this, but I, I like the way the yeah. mutants talk is so iconic to them. The, oh, target yeah, neutralized. Yeah, yeah target uh, neutralized. Uh, me go. Yeah, you exactly. Stay. Rocket punch. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, I, I like a lot of things about this show. I like the character design for the most part. I like the uh, I think the writing does a good job of escalation, uh, kind of having a lower stakes uh, portrayal of the uh, themes of the X Men. Although I do feel like it gets a little muddled sometimes because they can't directly say the things that they're trying to say. Of like uh, people, you know, people hate and fear us, and uh, uh, like you know, you can't have Trask say, "I want to wipe out every last mutant because you people are a threat to us" or anything like that. They can't have him say they have, have him go. I think you're all smelly, and my <laughs> robot is going to take care of you permanently, compromised yeah. to a permanent end. This but not kills needs to be exterminated. It's something he could not say. Yeah, they can't say that. Even though that is one hundred percent his goal, they just can't have him say that out loud. I must uh, extinguish this race. Very, very funny uh, nah, okay, moment uh, of combined with that because they may have a distinction where Shield, the agency, the Marvel uh, Comics agency, is real in this show. And uh, Wolverine, when he sees Trask, is like, "Yeah, you guys seem like Shield guys." And Bob Trask goes, "I am not Shield." Shield is not. I. I've never worked for them. That's Shield not a thing I would do. And, I and then bad. Nick Fury yeah. comes up and is like, "Trask, mm. where's my robot?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what it would be more like. <laughs> hey, where's my I mutant killing robot? I need to kill the bad mutants. Give me the good <laughs> Sentinel. I killed Magneto. And anyone who's against Shield. Oh boy. Um. Uh. But I. One of the things that was uh, irritating me a little bit is I wondered like. This show was such a hot, marketable property. They couldn't have spent a little more money on animation. Like at the time, like it's contemporary. It gets a little like, bit I'm thinking, like a couple in the years ago, seasons, but not by much. Like yeah, a couple years ago, like Cam brought money. up Batman Beyond, and that's an unfair comparison because Batman Beyond was like showered in money. It blows out like, of the water. DC yeah. animated universe had so exactly. much money. And I think not, this was the beginning like of I'm like saying. a Marvel animated universe well, they were trying to do. The general rule is if it came out after Pokemon, it's a total wash. You couldn't get anyone to spend money on it. I'm serious. <laughs> that's that's a real thing. It, once Pokemon dub happened, it's like, we didn't have to pay shit for this. We didn't have to pay the voice actors shit. We didn't have to pay any animators. We just had to license it and dub it. And that costs nothing. Those guys aren't union. We're, we're good. We're, we're good. Like, Honestly, we just I get it don't going. think it's as bad um, as it could have been, but right, it's not right. great but in it's a lot of areas. It's, it's it not, doesn't look it, insanely bad. The, the, the show doesn't look fine. good in motion. And it has no. the kids cartoon problem of, like, you can't have anything too violent. Like, they all have it to have It looks better like, on a small CRT like, that you're sitting, like, at no, least I mean, five feet yeah, from that's, and that's, not your that's computer true. screen. <laughs> But also, they can't, like, actually punch each other for the most part. In terms of violence, it's always... The the most fun game you can play with any X-Men material is... Okay, Wolverine popped his claws. What will he do with his claws once he's popped them? Will he hurt someone? The the chances are probably 10% (laughs) that he will hurt someone with with his knives that come out of his arms. Yeah, in this one, it's more like... He cuts through walls, or he like. He's gonna cut a pipe that yeah. sprays yeah, exactly. water at someone. He's going. <laughs> so, is there no way he's slashing it's the same way someone. Leonardo the would use his swords and Ninja Turtles. That they figure out fight scenes where they don't have yeah. to punch each other. Yeah. Yes. It's very clever, really, but it yeah. is creative. It is a little laughable sometimes. Uh, one of the things that does make me laugh um, 
uh, in the comics, there is a wonderful scene that I pointed out to Cam where uh, uh, Wolverine is about to basically disembowel Pyro, but the thing <laughs> is the fight is happening on live TV, so Storm like makes Tornado to whisk him away and be like, look, we are... Ooh, this, the we are, are nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can't have you do this on TV. In one every of the episodes that Seth are watching. Storm zaps Pyro's back with a lightning bolt, and uh-huh. I was like, that should have turned him that's... into fucking ashes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That should have been Pyro an explosion. has control over fire, but not he can't create fire, so he yeah, has he, to have a he, canister he... of gas on his back mm-hmm. that produces fuel for him to yeah, ignite. fuel that he can ignite. Yeah. So when, when Storm <laughs> strikes him with lightning, he should have turned into fucking He should have fucking exploded, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just funny that he gets like, ooh, yeah. he gets zapped out um, of yeah, the, it's just the show. Kids cartoons. I will say that I ended yeah, up... Uh, it's fine, but it's funny. In Project. terms of X-Men kid yeah. car- kids cartoons, and I, I liked Wolverine and the X-Men a little more, mm-hmm. uh, having seen more of that and uh, having seen plenty of this, uh, which isn't to say this is bad. It's just I think it just comes down to personal choice. Uh, because a lot of the, the the team, like a lot of the writing team and animation directors, moved from this show to that show. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a, oh, a two, wow. two you can kind of tell. Something. Like the styles yeah, aren't too different, yeah. though. I I feel like no, everyone's more wiry and tall in Wolverine and the X Men. Yes. I don't uh, like also, speaking of people being wiry and tall, the design for Juggernaut in this show is really funny, but only if you've ever seen Juggernaut. Before. Also, Cyclops <laughs> is like seven to nine feet tall like yeah he's Cy- what, so what's cyclops doing everyone. for uh, xavier he should be uh he should be going to columbia playing for uh yeah he know, should be play, yeah he should, he should be, be playing like college point ball. guard for sure <laughs> he's he's like and the designers know it like they know they make him taller than wolverine and every other adult in the show yeah like they know on the character sheet that it would be funny cyclops if you have them standing tall. next to magneto and magneto's like looking up at him like it's the he would be <laughs> Anyway, uh, well, and being very tall doesn't help. No, him. not it at all. It doesn't just... help. Him at all. It's just a funny character trait right now. And it's not like he's yeah. old. He's in high school. He's he's just like seven feet tall for some reason. Hey, um, but it's cool. when, it when Colossus his... becomes more of a character, Seb, do you remember if they if they have him be a teenager or is he an adult, more like Sabretooth than the other? Uh... Uh, I think he's more of an adult. Okay, I was curious because Colossus is one of my favorites. He's he's one he's of my favorite the youngest characters. in the, in uh, giant size. I yeah. Another revelation for me: I didn't realize that um, Colossus could turn off his oh, yeah. metal. Yeah, he can turn off his metal. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. And yeah it's like I think a... anyone who joins the um, like his evil group uh, after like season two is uh-huh. an adult. So yeah. Gambit, Colossus. Oh, so Gambit's hitting uh, on an eighteen-year-old, and he's like, "Oh, that's so, that's so in character. Never mind." I, yeah, I, I, I was gonna <laughs> no, say. No, I always yikes, thought that was weird accurate. with Rogue. <laughs> but I'm not sure, really sure. Gambit's where like Rogue fucking falls. Scott Pilgrim. Gambit's dating a high schooler. <laughs> uh oh. Oh yeah, she's oh, sixteen God. to eighteen throughout the show. So yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's no, it's it's one of those things. Like, like I said, it's it's totally in character, unfortunately. Bro, he has a soul patch, dude. Yeah. He's not a good guy. <laughs> There's no way. Clearly, I have known multiple girls throughout my life who thought Gambit was the hottest X Men, and I've yeah. I never saw. Okay, it. Gambit is nineteen to twenty one. Well, you've show. got playing so cards. They're all still young, but they're... he has a titanium yeah. chin strap. <laughs> it's cool. Seb, I'm happy you made us uh, watch this, but I am especially, especially happy that you picked those two back half Sentinel episodes. I oh, think yeah. That yeah. They were, you can't have X-Men without really... Sentinel. 
And uh, you gotta have them. Yeah, I feel like you can gauge it's whether it's a the good movies X-Men were so afraid of them for so long. They treat it. Yeah, it so justifies. The they do it in season two too, and and mm-hmm. it goes Perfect. for four seasons. So it's not yeah. like they were like saving it for the finale mm-hmm. or anything. I'm not super interested in seeing how they handle Apocalypse, but I know that they did that in season. They did I that, so and they turned a bunch of other people like, like he mind controls people, and it's actually kind of yeah. cool. I don't think it's mm. as good as the rest of the show because it becomes sort of ungrounded. Um, it feels yeah. a lot different. They they move away from Bayville and their hometown and everything, but it's definitely that escalation of stakes. Um, the X Men. I didn't like it as much. Yang, where they must, they're the most grounded premise, but they must be the least grounded media. They have to go to space. They, <laughs> they have to fight to an ancient Egyptian guy with tubes. <laughs> He's the out of first him. mutant. <laughs> yep, and that is so dumb, but yeah. I like it. Um, <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. Just, I think uh, that was my least favorite part I, of the whole show oh, was the finale of the show. Oh, I just thought of what I, my X quiz. One of the so things I should have had was which of these X Men villains is not a mutant, and then just have like four <laughs> of them. Like just have fucking Juggernaut, Mojo. Uh, is Mojo a mutant? No. Uh. No, anyway, okay. anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I guess the Harkness isn't either. Thank you for bringing this to our attention, just even just so that I could, uh, uh, you know, uh, reminisce about this sort of thing. Because I did watch a little bit of this show as a kid, and I had those mm-hmm. toys. Uh, and I I don't uh, hate these designs, but I don't uh, like them that much. I love Cyclops' yellow boots. I think that that's pretty great, the, the big X on the chest. Yeah. Uh, Jean mm. Grey's design is like an implied thong, which is wild. Oh, uh, Nightcrawler and Jean mm. Grey have the same thong. Yeah, you watch the that's, show, yes, very yeah, interesting <laughs> choice. Nightcrawler I was like just <laughs> about to point that out. Shoulder pads on his. Nightcrawler yep. and uh, Spider-Man have the unique thing of, like, they are drawn the way only female characters are usually drawn, where, like, their mm-hmm. balls are on display all the time because they're Dude, acrobatic. Even as a kid, I was like, why, why is this Spidey the focus of this show? My favorites have always <laughs> Spider-Man been Spider-Man balls. and X-Men. Um, Spider-Man yeah. shows more taint than any X-Men, and I will go to bat for that any day of the week. Hey, why the fuck not? Um, um, no, yeah, I'm glad you, you guys liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's one of the things that got me. Like, I was never really into superheroes, but this kept me on kind of like the fringe of superheroes for mm-hmm. most of my life. I think, um, mm-hmm. and it's why X Men continues to be one. It's of my a good. Uh, it's a good kind of place to have as a reference, you know. Yeah, it's a good baseline. Yeah. Yeah, even I though they're the all show... kids, you still get you know their main like. Thing, like their personality their main story um even though it's a and, departure from the usual the base yeah. usual x-men story like they do the twist up of their kids and their yeah and, but it works so well with this show yeah and i don't think anyone mentioned this but I, I really like they give time to every single character like everyone gets their own few episodes like even the new mutants who show up in um the second season who aren't nearly as interesting um huh. and <laughs> yep. yeah they, they yep. all get their yep. own episodes and they have characters <laughs> outside of the xavier institute humans that they are all trying to be friends with and date and shit like that so it's you know it it is really oh, grounded. uh gene gray's shitty boyfriend was a really great side oh yeah. alex was she, dunking on him so hard like, and i was like oh, yeah. i couldn't i was back. like his Dating name has to be to brad right I had no <laughs> idea who that guy was. And I, it was like, his name uh, was like no, Duncan he's, or something uh, like that. Uh, no, he's just completely unimportant. Yeah. He's just a rival to Cyclops. <laughs> anyway. But even Jean Grey's like, uh, actually, he sucks. I'm not really. Yeah, this guy sucks. I'm not really into him. I kind of like you, Scott. I can't believe they hold off the Cyclops that. Gene yeah. romance until season two as well. 
Yeah, they get into it in season two because they're dancing around it the entire, like, season one. Yeah. Wow. Will they, won't they in X-Men? Wow. (laughs) That's never happened. Um, Good stuff. Yeah, so uh, right. thank you for bringing that forward. I think we all had a, uh, a relatively good time with it. I am glad. Um, It'll probably come yeah. up again on episode. Interesting to look at. Yes, uh, definitely, definitely interesting to look, yes. at, look at. And it Hopefully, breaks up all these fucking um, video games we're playing back-to-back. Which yeah. I am grateful for. Real quick, um, hopefully this is the last word I have to say on the X Men. Um, I hope you guys all enjoy I, your X Men. I really doubt have fun that I'm not going to talking about Jean yeah, Grey and Cyclops and all those guys that you really like. That, I'm happy uh, that you got it out of your system and that not, I don't have to be a part a, of it anymore. This is opening the floodgates for me. I could talk for like another two hours about the X Men. All right, well, Alex. We so uh, next week we're, just about we're playing X Men Legends, PC game. Oh boy! Oh my Not X Men Legends. I hope. What not. was that fucking beat 'em up game that we played? Uh, X Men Legends uh, was the beat 'em up game. That oh it, it's God. the one where it's yeah. like Diablo. Uh, yeah, and you could throw couches at people in versus <laughs> mode. Oh fuck! All right, I no, no, we're playing uh, Children of the Atom. So, uh, you're gonna come over here, and we're gonna play Children of the Atom. Dude, hell yeah! Um, so, uh, speaking of uh, Cam's episode and the fact that uh, I've, uh, this wonderful animation episode of sandwich between uh three fucking video games um yeah i know it's not a problem it's just how it, things worked out this loop just but the way uh, it goes. but uh cam tell us about this piece of a uh, teenage cam's uh life that we are going to be experiencing next week yeah so this is I, i'm not going to talk too much because we i've talked way too much in this episode it's been such a long episode but this is one of my Oof. probably top three games of all time and much like the um, uh, Spider-Man 2 episode, which is the genesis for this episode, mm-hmm. this will really explain a lot of things about my <laughs> gaming personality and why I, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. play video games. We're going to be playing Trials Evolution, a, um, what do you call that, a browser? It game. rolls back into yeah, our A flash game actually, where you ride a motorcycle. Flash game turned $20 Xbox uh, Live game. Where you drive a motorcycle over difficult paths and can create your own levels, and that is pretty much everything I want to do in a video game. So <laughs> it hooked me immediately. He wants to he lean wants forward to and lean backwards. It's one of those games where you had to borrow your dad's credit card to buy because you needed it that bad. Like you, <laughs> you can't pay cash for this game because it was on Xbox Live. Um, yeah, Trials Evolution, huge for me. Next week. Mm-hmm. Really looking See forward to that. Uh, if there. you wanted your own episode, like a couple of the ones we've got coming up, which are all listener wow. suggested, um, then you could send a message to us at please don't cast at gmail.com. And that is please don't cast at gmail.com. And you could send us your opinion on Scarlet Witch haircuts and sentinel designs until the cows come home. I will oh, read man. them. I will show mm, whatever images you send to the rest of the crew here. Well, um, <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I would like to also do a shout out because if you would like to send us money to maybe uh, re- bring back the fan favorite show, Hazardous Materials, where we torture ourselves once a month, um, you could do it at patreon.com slash please don't cast, where this week we had a new patron. So I would like to thank what? Macy oh. G for uh, donating at the wow. level. We appreciate that. Thanks, Macy. Yeah, I thought That's for nice. sure it We're was someone that one of you guys play. knew, but apparently not. <laughs> Macy, email us. We'll do whatever you want. <laughs> exactly. We are not very like, choosy. Literally, please do. 
<laughs> yeah. It'll make, um, we'll, we'll make your money's worth. Exactly. So I think that's it for us uh, this time. We've gone on way long. This is going to be a bitch to edit, and I'm looking forward to it. X-Men. Um, yeah. And uh, there's no mustard on my mm, bike. We'll see was... you next time. <laughs> Bye. Wow. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.